You're listening to Greasy Conversation on RadioVegas.rocks. Thank you so much. And thank you for being there. Thank you for being greasy. Thank you for getting on the squeaky wheels. Yeah. Gather the squeaky wheels around you. It's uh, going to be a spectacularly bonus show. We've got TM here today. Our old buddy Gray Fuss. Look for him Hello. on Spotify. T.M. Uh, can't miss it. Google it. Links below. If you're at greasyconversation.com, we've got this episode linked. So thank you for having us. Here we go. It's getting wet in the grease. News diving time. We were talking about fact checking. We do not fact check. No. Well, I mean, the little some, bit. Not like very strictly. No. Like it's more about just, you know. You want to double check. Take. Yeah, I want to double t- If something sounds like ridiculous. Yeah. Or I like picking ones that have like stupid headlines that just are terrible articles. What else is great? It's fun. You can actually read our articles, our links, go to our live news doc that we're using. Our actual show notes are at greasyconversation.com. Just click on this particular episode and you're there. Yeah. All right. We were kind of talking about Neuralink a little bit. Neuralink. Setting up for the show. So there's a few articles in here about... Uh, our good old buddy Elon Musk uh, at some events unveiling. I don't know if it, if he has like a working. Did they have one that they've been using on a pig? Oh, that's right. That was the one I saw. Yeah. And there was another one they used, I think, on a monkey that they said it could do like 150 different commands on like a tablet or a computer of some sort. What? Well, that's nutty. I mean, I believe that though. I mean, if you can just teach, my like, monkeys have been taught to use like control robotic arms with their like chips connected to their brains and shit before but not like wirelessly that's pretty rad he says it's starting to look more like a black mirror episode which it is but are you excited for it um would you get one i don't know maybe but i i I think i heard you heard what i said earlier like what if this like it's all kind of cool positive it's like you know maybe if i'm paralyzed it can fix the signals and make me unparalyzed that's cool but what if this is like some weird way so we live infinitely? Which is cool too. I want to live infinitely, but what if it gets us stuck in this reality? Like this this dimension, this timeline. Like it's just perpetually 2020. Fuck that. Or like what if we were <laughs> supposed to die and go somewhere into some afterlife that we never get to then? Yeah, because we got oh, yeah, you're, you're, just yeah. in, you're just in like a computer. Just like in a word doc yeah. for eternity. Because <laughs> like yeah. where's level two of this, you know? That's you know, here already. It, it, the level two just might not be available to those people that were born before Neuralink. <laughs> it, we're like oh, the, shit, the people with, that didn't get an afterlife yet. Yeah, we're we're going to be like saints. Two. Yeah, that's the thing. We'll be looked at as like the poor, the, the non-immortals. <laughs> the non-immortal, the last non-immortal generation. That's crazy yeah. to think. What if that really is where <laughs> we're going? Like, what totally. If, what if everyone born after us, like the 90s kids or whatever, what if... They're all gonna like make the cutoff to be immortal. Is there gonna be like a mortal at ninety years old or something? Yeah, you know. But you could oh, yeah. be like twenty and be immortal. That would be sick. It feels like waving to a ship sailing <laughs> away from the dock. Like, all right, kids, we'll we'll never see you. You guys have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, live forever. Have you seen? Have you seen the fucking planet? Like, what are y'all talking about? I don't know. I'd be like interested or, or worried if it's hackable. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. but like, how how crazy would that be? I mean, of course, that's going to be an issue they have to worry about, which they're obviously concerned about. But do you guys think that Elon Musk already has one, like in him installed? Yeah, 
He probably secretly does, huh? Right? He probably he seems like he would. I'm he not, has to. I'm not feeling this install element. Like you sit me down at a machine that's like an MRI or something, that's one thing. Putting something in that I'm gonna like move around with, that's like another thing that I'm not as into. Like I don't even want a chip in my hand, even if it means like getting to walk around naked and still unlock things. <laughs> I don't know if the, how worth it that is. See, I'm all about that shit. I'm like transhumanism or posthumanism. Yeah. I'm like ready for Just it. Just fix my eyes. Don't put a chip in my hand. Just get <laughs> eye surgery cheaper. Let's, get, let's bring it. the cost of that down. How much is LASIK? Too much still. Yeah? If it's, still, it's covered by insurance, it's not happening. One is still like, <laughs> it isn't permanent, right? Still like, That's it's like 10, 10 or 15 years. Like yeah. You still, like, you can still have eye issues. Oh, stuff. you have to like redo it? It's so like, a, like getting a boob job kind of? <laughs> Just like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hear like every like five to ten years they have to like you know, tune those up. Yeah. 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 I mean, for every five to ten years, I'm not looking like I did previously. Get them on nipples. <laughs> yeah. Damn. One's for looking at, one's for looking with. But don't they, like, shave off, like, the top of your retina or something? Like, what do they do? How does that work? What, what is what is LASIK involved? Oh, they reshape man. it. They, like, like yeah, melt they, like, your eye. Yeah, they, like, slice it. They're awake while they do it, too. That's weird. Well, they use lasers, right? Yeah, for sure. Definite lasers involved. So I cut the lens and then, like... Yeah, reshape it. I'm yeah. cool on that too, actually. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't, man. So this Neuralink thing, that. what I think it's going to start out similar to is there's a system for blind people that you put something on your tongue and there's like a matrix of dots on your tongue and as you aim a camera around, like a really low-res image shows up and like how it like pokes or shocks your tongue and What's you start that, yeah. to learn to see the matrix on your tongue because there's enough... Uh, detail close enough, left er, nerve endings close enough together, that your brain can start to rewire itself to start putting together this tongue image uh, in your visual cortex. Wait, they're, so they're like tasting image? Exactly. Yeah, they're, you're, the brain rewires itself to like take these electrical impulses from this thing, input it through the tongue, and then like process it as visual information. I mean, it's I've done that on, on like heavy loads of LSD for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, I didn't know this you could do it like on the side that you can buy. in the normal realm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you have to get this like thing you stick in your mouth and your tongue. Yeah, plus you know weird. LSD, you might taste the color and stuff, but to really like function, look at it, not bumping into walls, I feel <laughs> like it's it's just short of this. But if you could combine LSD with this somehow, then we're gonna speed something up for sure. It's <laughs> crazy. There's some enhancement dimension. that we're sleeping on. There's another level on this. So there's blind people just out here getting this tongue thing? No, it's experimental. Oh, I don't think it's like out in the field yet. Yeah, it's not like super common, but there were. Uh, I mean, it's a few years old now. It's been doing that for a while. That's crazy. Well, you know, they also got those, like, those cool glasses. I guess this is like the super low-end, cheap version of that. Those glasses that make colorblind people see color. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, I've never uh, like checked in to see if those actually... But it seems like the, the videos I've seen of if they're actually like colorblind people using those and like they, their reactions seem like they're seeing God. some color. Remember when that was... Unless the, they're like faking it and everyone's faking it. There was a couple months when like that was the way to get... YouTube views was just pretend you're colorblind and like yeah. put on these glasses and cry. Yeah. <laughs> like well, I'm sure. Like, that's yeah. how I discovered one of the Paul brothers was this stupid oh, video really? of oh, him putting, I'm like, I want to see this guy cry over suddenly seeing color. I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> this, this dude that's seen color previously yeah. in videos. <laughs> His <entire> life. Life. <laughs> Most obvious, like fake crying about it ever. It's so silly. I'm like, shit, if you want to earn views, like at least <laughs> fucking torture yourself and eat like a handful of ghost chilies or some shit. Yeah. Like a, 
fucking human. Or video a Japanese suicide victim. Yeah, There's totally, man. I mean, that's what, you know. Well done. You want to see. <laughs> this so is a sarcastic s- segment. So back on that, you, you guys would get this near link or you would not? I totally would. Yeah? Hard no. Well, if... <laughs> see, like, Waz is a get, like... If I could just, like, download my consciousness into a fucking robot, I'd do it, like, right away. I don't away. even like putting on a wristwatch. I don't even like wearing clothes that much. Yeah, watches, let alone. Watch, fuck watches, man. Don't, I don't um, even have tattoos. So I guess I'm, like, the heavy medium in between <laughs> the you two. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm extreme. Don't, don't even put ink in my skin. Leave me alone. I just want to be a toddler forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, supposedly we can regen, too, like... All right, stem cell me up, though. I broke stuff. Let's stem cell it up. Yeah, like, what yeah. if you could, like, age in, like, go back, like, 20, 30 years, and, like, not just appearance-wise, but, like, your full physicality, like, your organs, everything. Hormones. I'm looking at, like, let's get some hormones tested. Let's get some of those kid hormones put in there. Some pop around, like, I it's would, high school. Right. Winking at girls and stuff. I, I do <laughs> feel like I've gotten a bit slower, like, just forgetting shit randomly happens way more often than yeah. it used to and it just gets more frequent i have the hardest time being passionate like I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty bipolar and i find myself like purposefully triggering manic episodes <laughs> just so i can give a shit about things because <laughs> like, otherwise i just like don't care about anything yeah <laughs> i just get like so me manic is like wow i care the normal amount about things that matter <laughs> that reasonably. regular people yeah. already care about right. <laughs> like whoa what a rush yeah <laughs> man it is bizarre, like, thinking, like, people normally, like, care, like, just want to do shit. <laughs> You're motivated to do something? Yeah, it trips that, yeah. me the fuck out, man. Yeah, that's the key to keeping doing this is, like, to keep doing it after you've already done being excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Just keep doing it anyway, and then you get excited about it again, cyclically. Well, that's like work. Yeah. That's what people do at yeah, work. Totally. totally. <laughs> you probably weren't even excited on your first day. Right. <laughs> No, we were horrified. I was terrified the first day of this show. This was like three, two, three years ago now. Yeah, we're in season shit, five. Yeah, season five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, man. That's big. Congratulations thank on you, that. Thank you, thank you. Hugely appreciate it. Shit. Uh, the only things I've done five seasons of are like sitcoms. <laughs> yeah, of viewing them. Animated right. shows. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking Elon, and then all right. So I did find this. Um, yeah, we're coming in strong. Let's stinger this next one in with this. Yeah, power. I'd possibly get it. By the way, I'd possibly get it. <laughs> I need more research. Totally. Yeah, my big worry would be if it was like hackable, which I'm sure it will be, because like every you fucking thing Tesla's, is. Yeah. Yeah, like everything is. So you know. Oh well. Oh, where'd it go? So I did find this one. It is. It is in the Elon Musk vein, but oh. it is satire. Continuing on the Elon tip. But I pulled it up because it sounded like it could be real. And it's about a dating app for Tesla owners and Elon Musk fans. I totally thought this was real. <laughs> was this one of the yeah. things I put in? I put in some dumb news today. We also got some great news from Ange Kerfoot. Shout out, one of our uh, crack correspondents. Yeah, so this is, I mean, it's, it's a satire article because there's like fucking dating apps that are really really niche about shit you know they slept on a fun name it's just called tesla dating yeah it, it should have been called like uh like up to speed or something like that like they're sleeping on the fun or like uh you know hyperdrive or whatever right so ludicrous just, they just call it ludicrous mode i always thought i'd slay on farmersonly.com. <laughs> yeah right? i feel like if i just don some overalls and some plaid oh, i yeah, could man. mop up in the midwest 
I love this, man. I think he'd be rocking in farmer's daughters. <laughs> like, how do they count? Like, how are those girls considered farmers? Like, are they actually out here, like, you know, like, planting some field or whatever? I don't know. Have you gone to north, like, the northwest Las Vegas? That gets agricultural. But I think you got to go out of the... Because the, the rest of Nevada is just, like, desert. You get some, like, skinny... like, it's like atomic wasteland. Emaciated cows that they just milk. You're milking meth. Basically, it's going to be meth farms <laughs> that are going to be on that site. It just comes straight out the ground. Like mineral. <laughs> it's like a mineral deposit of, of methamphetamine. <laughs> methamphetamine and radioactive isotopes or something. So great, dude. You guys ever drone like all the way up from like here to Reno or somewhere and like seen this whole place? Yeah. I haven't, fucking I haven't, no. heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. There, you don't worry about overpopulation. <laughs> my, my mom was telling me they're thinking about like driving from Georgia over to here to visit me for my son's birthday next month because oh. uh, her uh, dude he's never drone across the country. Oh yeah, and I've sure. done it like a billion times. So to me, I'm like, eh, you know. But when you're getting older and you're thinking about you might be checking out soon, maybe you gotta start knocking those things off. I was just thinking how weird it is that a lot of people have never seen uh, all that shit. You know, like the different. Yeah, like driven to different states and shit. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people that haven't traveled, man. But like I've never. Been out of the country. I mean, I wish I could, but, you know. Me neither. I've just been all around the country. Are you a felon? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm glad you brought that up, though, because I'm planning a London tour uh, of the tech work where I'm repairing people's gear and even more so making custom MIDI controllers and modifications. I've seen some of your your cool Game Boy things and shit you've done. Thanks. Yeah, those are tight. Uh, Super appreciate it. It's Gadget Fever, so I want to start off there. So I'm trying to network with as many people in the London area as I can or anywhere in the UK, come meet me. And as soon as this COVID thing winds down in the next couple months, um, maybe longer if it's got to be, so mini London tour of uh, tech work time for you. I know some really dope ass producers over that way that maybe maybe you could go play with. That would be great. I want to make all the uh, publicly trying to make all the connections I can over there so I can just go, just slay people's gear, the fixing it slay, and add switches and drill some holes, and uh, just I want to say circuit bending, but it's like the functional full spirit of like proper mods, like bezels on the switches, chrome, nice stuff. RGB, RGB, all your stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that's on the table for reals. Like high end and individual addressable RGB, even. All the lights. All when of do, the when lights. do you guys think we're going to be able to travel again? Like, what's your opinion on this? Fuck, this is a man. fun question. I honestly like six months. Six more months? Yeah. I think. What's guess. that, like fucking March or something? Yeah. In the States, if you don't go to a coast, you can travel now. And it's oh, I've like been traveling. Cool. Yeah. I've been traveling. Yeah, I mean, going to. The, I mean, like, as far as like. Uh, other countries like I still think Canada has been strict uh, on their border and I'm not sure what uh, European I think you just gotta kind of like, like cheat to get out you know like yeah, you gotta totally. go like have excuse maybe Sneak go out. somewhere like Alaska or Hawaii first or maybe you go to like Guam or American oh, Samoa Guam right nah Guam and then swim just like swim across the ocean. Well, just like, you know, there's dudes with boats and things you can oh, figure yeah. out. You yeah, know? totally. Just looking at the green cliffs and the waterfalls. Guam just looks incredible just for inspiration and getting no work done. Just, Nothing uh, useful is going to happen in Guam. You know, you just run into some guys in a bar that happen to be cocaine smugglers. And, you know, you can hitch a ride on the high-speed. Dolphin. High-speed boat. High-speed <laughs> dolphin. Yeah. 
high-speed dolphin boat. No one ever suspect a dolphin is full of cocaine. <laughs> Everyone's saying the airplanes are way good right now. They're UVing everything, and no one's catching anything through air travel right now. That I'm I wear my of, respirator so. thing, bro. Yeah, when I go on planes, and I found this super cool one that's like six hundred bucks. It's got a battery-operated belt you put on that literally like sucks in air and cleans it through a filtration system before it shoots it up to your face. Damn. I feel like I gotta have batteries in it to go in an airplane and like survive it because I want like a whole ecosystem. I want like AC. For my face, I don't want just to cover it and just be in a jungle, mouth jungle. I'm not stoked on that for a whole plane At ride. At first, when I was flying and it was like being crazy, like it was cool because they like spaced everyone out really well, right? Mm, cool. But then it's like they were like, oh, we need money. I feel like, right? Because yeah. next thing I know, like there's people everywhere again. I'm like, wait a minute. So I'm an asshole, right? And like I purposely, I, I fly one F. Look that up on a seating chart, all right? <laughs> that, that's my seat. Yeah. Okay. Is that like by the pilot? It's the very front row, <laughs> uh, rightest window on the right side. Like gotcha. you have to hold a map for the pilot sometimes? Well, I have like weird PTSD from military, so I don't, it's, it's oh, fucked up being on a plane because like yeah. I'm bougie, so I need to ride in the front, right? For sure. But I don't like people to the right of me, and I don't <laughs> like people behind me. So at least I'm to the farthest right I can be, but then I got like 100 people behind me, so I just block that out, right? Yeah, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I always wait to be the last person on because I don't have to pass anyone because they're already behind me. Cozy. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that, because of where I sit, I'm automatically the first person off. So that limits my uh, human interaction, I feel. But I don't know. Dang, we are loading this episode <laughs> with tips. <laughs> Tip time. So on that note, with the front, like things I like to front load, let's get some plugs out for you early for the people. Because this is the perfect little pocket where people that are going to come have shuffled in. We've got no one still arriving virtually right now, and then no one's filtered off. So what is the main things that you want to promote right now? I know your Spotify is blowing up under TM. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... That's, that's the goal, man. I'm trying to blow up the music. There's a really exciting collab that I know you have coming up. Yeah, I have a... Actually, it wasn't announcing it for a while, but I've had it on the table for about a year, and then, like, I just signed it off a few weeks ago, but I'm a, I got a collab coming out with a Riff Raff on... Oh, shit. I think we're doing yeah. October 7th, which is a Wednesday, on American Monster Guild Records. So stoked on that. Yeah, that, that should be good. Stoked, um, hopefully that will, like, you know, get some of his fans to know me. And realize I suck just as good too. <laughs> and, that, yeah, uh, that's like you love me some riff raff. Um, yeah, it's weird because like I don't know. I I think you know like I used to like throw events here in Vegas forever and oh, uh, for sure. promote other bands and DJs or whatever. So now I'm getting older. I'm like I, I was talking to uh, Brian who had the show earlier uh, when we were outside before we started. Brian Gibson, two o'clock, dirty window, Radio Vegas rocks replay on greasyconversation.com. But yeah. Um, I was like, what if I would have spent that time focused on me and music instead of everyone else and the scene, you know? Or at least a different ratio. Right, like maybe 40, 60, or not 100 and zero. Um, I feel like maybe I could have already possibly been somewhere further along, but, you know, it, everything learns you whatever, I guess. And uh, people say the opposite, too. They say, like, maybe if I wasn't focused on myself and I networked more and helped more people out and could have ridden from some of them that I helped get... Like, it's I like, guess you could always be negative have excuses. At, at the end of the day, bro, I'm actually ha happy where I'm at. Like, I live a cool, comfortable life. Good. I do just want to, you know, if more people found the music and resonated with that's cool. Because I make, like, really, like, stonery, positive hip-hop. Like, I don't talk about violence. I'm not here no. talking about, like fighting, shooting, any of that stuff. Talk about, like, getting high and having a good time. Pretty much all my songs. Uh, oh, yeah. 
Shit's friendly. Yeah, like hanging out, girls, you know, yeah. like all the fun stuff in life. Kitties, titties, <laughs> you know, beers. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, all, all the all the uh, socials. Um, Instagram is t.m.live. Um, Spotify is just t.m. My name is actually, in, like, in its entirety, is a quotation mark. T.m.quotation mark. Yeah. But the first uh, label I ever signed with, Bass Grime Records, um, He's part of like Euro Trash Collective with Steve Walker here now. Oh, I know Steve yeah, Walker. Yeah, yeah. Nappy Euro Soldier. Trash Collective. Cool. Um, uh, he he owns. Uh, yeah, he owns Bass Grime. Anyway, when they first uh, distributed my first releases, like in 2014, he didn't put the quotation marks. Uh, and so, so ever since then, yeah, ever since then, uh, Spotify and them won't let me change anything. And it's weird because there's other another artist named T M dot or T M without dots. I think there's one without dots and one with dots. One's like some Indian dude that makes like super dope Middle Eastern hip hop. Really, like, oh, no his <laughs> stuff gets like on That's my awesome. page sometimes, and I have to like email him to get yeah. it off. But <laughs> we we went around title the other day and noticed it's all my all my discography, and then. Indian homeboys pictures, oh, but it's no. cool because like his pictures like him holding like seven bags of weed, and it's like, well, if That's I was perfect. Indian, that would be me. <laughs> it's on brand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's perfect. That's so great. I haven't even wrote title about that yet. I probably do, but like, so I think a lot of my fans think I'm some like Indian drug lord or something. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's still on brand. Adds, yeah. adds to the mystery. Shit. Yeah. Funny, um, also, Gray Fuss <laughs> also uh, cycles around. It all hooks together at Google's pretty well. If you Google Gray Fuss, you right away see the TM Spotify page. Oh, yeah, I, think, a, I think it does. And a recent article on you where you're named Gray TM Fuss. Yeah, so... That one ties it together a lot. Yeah, I guess if you actually Google me that way, that's the way preferred method is Gray, quotation mark, T dot, M dot, quotation mark, Fuss. Yeah. That pulls up a lot of stuff. Uh, I think it's because I, I recently did a little bit of, like, major press stuff, and uh, they ask you, like, your real name and then your entertainment name, and I guess they just combine the two. For sure. So that's cool. Mm. Yeah, and of course, all this is linked on greasyconversation.com as well. Just click on this episode. So does that mean sure. when I do, like, government things now, it's going to be also known by and have, like, this weird <laughs> server things that I got around right now? You finally have to use that extra box that's yeah. like, have you gone by any other names? Like, I didn't on purpose. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask an interesting question I'm going to ask you guys, right? Just check it out. All right. That's um, fun. I was on uh, Dash Radio a week or two ago. Mike Live. Shout out Mike Live. Dash Radio. Um... He asked me if tomorrow there was a vaccine, it came out tomorrow, right, for this COVID shit, and then you'd be able to do everything. Would you guys get it right now, tomorrow, version one? <laughs> uh, I was so down <laughs> until you said version one. Yeah. And I like a bell rung. That's I, an alarm I'd have to, like, see the, see the studies and uh, make, a, but make a determination on that, but uh, probably not. Probably not first generation vaccine yeah yeah can i give a metaphor for this (laughs) so like um uh i generally like fords as far as like american car companies go it's my favorite american car company but when they came out with the focus the first year sucked and they just fixed all these things in the next couple years and ended up a solid platform so wouldn't get first year ford but honda i have a first year honda fit and it's like any other honda you can't tell it's like the first year so I'd be like, who's making this vaccine? Am I going to get a first-year American car or going to get a first-year Japanese product? So if it's one of those Japanese vaccines, I'm in. First-year Russian product. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the thing is Russian stuff is super reliable, <laughs> but they have to blow up a ton of rockets before they get that super reliable <laughs> one, right? So many dead astronauts that you don't even know about that okay. they heard radio records. No, there's dark stuff where people have intercepted radio transmissions from Russian astronauts that have died. The first couple in space, we don't know who they are. We just have an intercepted transmission of them calling down to Russia and saying, uh, we're on fire, we're going to die, and no one's going to remember us because they're going to whitewash this mission because it wasn't successful. And no, one going, no one's going to know that we're the first couple in That's space. Rough. And it's yeah. only known because of someone in uh, England intercepting. intercepting the transmission, yeah. So I don't want that vaccine. Yeah, and I feel... <laughs> you know, it's, like, I feel like too many scientists fall out of windows in Russia for, yeah. them, for there not to be, like, someone just being, like, just, like, fucking get the vaccine yeah. done, man. So we they, need it out by Christmas, you they know? They committed suicide, but there's fingernail scratches on the windowsill? <laughs> Interesting. They're very excited about this suicide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the follow-up question to that is, right, <clears throat> What if they told you, like, you couldn't travel unless you had it, and now we're just stuck right here in our state? Then would you get it? Because, like, you just said you want to go to England, right? Yeah, now yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, you can't go to England do this cool-ass tour thing of gadgets and gadgets and fun if you haven't <laughs> had version one shot. I fucking love that. Yeah, I got to get gadgets. Though, you know what? It, it's, I got to I gotta see a couple friends do it first. Okay. I'm just not the first one in the pool. It, would all, it also, like, what are... Like, if it doesn't work... But, like, if nothing happens, that's fine. Like, I imagine, like, some uh, vaccines just aren't as effective for some people. Uh, yeah, right. So, like, nothing's going to happen, and that's fine. Or you might feel a little under the weather, whatever. Like, if that's all that happens, like, yeah, no worries. No big deal. But if, like, it can have some serious adverse effects, and some might be unknown because they just, like, rushed it through. Uh. But what if they take, like, 10 years, so we won't even know? Like, what if you're cool for 10 years, and then 10 years from now, your dick falls off? Worth it. <laughs> that's 10 years of dick. It's fine. <laughs> just got a new one. It still still was on schedule. That's the thing is, if that happened, all my friends that I made take it first lost their dicks too, so we can high five yeah. over it. It'll be like prostate massage time for all of us. It's going down. Call it starts with an A. I can't think of the word. Going down to the dick uh, store. Hey, holla, Kyle, BG, up in the house. Previous episodes you? with BG, particularly good. Check him out. He was supposed to come today, but he, he texted me and told me he wasn't going to make it. Unfortunately. Well, he didn't tell us to put, warm up a mic for him. I actually, I was, uh, I have like this. Kid. No, he can always vomit. I think I told you guys earlier. I have this kid. He's like literally. Uh, he's like my. I think Snoop. Your dude roller. Snoop Dogg has a dude like this too. I have a kid that literally just exclusively rolls weed for me all day. Yeah. So I can That's just smoke weed, right? Yeah. It's like a job. Can can he so, do like those uh, crazy like artistic joints yeah, or like sculpture sick. joints? That's why I wanted oh, to speak on him real quick. That's why cross. I wanted to bring him. Is he's trying to get more clientele. You yeah. know? Okay. Like, he's fucking sick, bro. Like you want like a balloon animal? This dude will make you a balloon oh, animal. Shit. Blood. You just got to provide like the weed, right? And then like the supplies, like the the papers, whatever. And so it, how do we find him? How's his um, shout out? Um, I'm gonna have to. I no, have look to it up for a second. I want to holler at Travi B too, dude. I'm so stoked to see Travi B in the chat. Not only because he's helping out our YouTube, which is weak compared to our other streams. Super appreciate they're on YouTube, Trav. Also, previous bandmate in Lucky Cuss with Ange Kerfoot, Travi oh, B, Ange. always making dope music. He's talking about the the scratching windows was part of our research, you guys. <laughs> Those fingernail scratches. Yeah, man. So, do you have another article, or is it already... Dude, it's already H. H John oh, Benjamin shit, time. Yeah. H. John Benjamin Bilbo. Gotta pay some S. Preston Esquires. Yep. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. 
It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-626-6538-800-626-6538. That's 800-626-6538. Moments CBD is a local business in North Las Vegas with essential natural CBD products that helps with pain, anxiety, inflammation, and so much more. Their team of experts can help you with all your CBD needs. Moments CBD also carries washable medical masks and hand sanitizer with 70% alcohol, vitamin E, and aloe. Moments is having an amazing deal for June. 50% off all immune-boosting CBD products for you and your pets. Mention the Radio Vegas Rocks ad for the special. Located on 1311 West Craig Road at the Home Depot Shopping Center. Call 702-463-1616 for more info. They care about your health. Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. Welcome back. It's Greasy Conversation, the talk show on RadioVegas.rocks. It's spelled how you expect. There's a .com if you want to see the antics that we pull up on screen. We've got Gray Fuss. TM on Instagram, find the, the you know TM on Spotify. I want to plug extra Spotify on fire right now. Links at greasyconversation.com if you just want to click on a link and find it real easy. Of course, we're looking at dank news as is our way. If you haven't found these news articles yet, they're nice and spoiled now. That's why we're looking at them. So we got that rotten news for you now. Cheap. All right, so. This is some good news for the future. Uh-oh. Uh, LSD microdose trial. Yes! For acute pain relief instead of for some type of psychological relief. So apparently it has some uh, mild analgesic effects. Wait, are you saying the drug that makes you a super soldier might help with pain? Yes. Imagine that. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> All of Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so the way they're doing this experiment is they... Uh, give the participants 20 micrograms which is a, what's like it's like 80 to 120 is like a typical tab I think yeah 10 micrograms is the theoretical smallest amount you can detect yeah so it's like double the smallest amount that you should be able to notice even yeah so you definitely won't I mean have any I don't know if you would have any effects from this even it would keep me awake all night guaranteed <laughs> yeah yeah it's so weird like I could do like the tiniest amount and I won't sleep. It's weird. And everyone else is like, oh yeah, I sleep and I have great dreams. I'm oh like, oh, it's cool. Gosh. I'm so jealous of you. I'm like that with trying to stay awake. <laughs> like anything I'll do, I'll, I could do Adderall and take the hardest nap 
Really? Yeah, just like crazy. Loves, sleep is my default state for sure. So yeah. point twenty, huh? I'm taking it 20, 20 micrograms. Here. Yeah, and they give it to them, and then uh, ninety minutes after the dose, they have them just stick their hand in ice water and see how long they can That's handle the it. That's the pain test. That's yeah. great. So without, I mean, without LSD, <laughs> and then with LSD after ninety minutes of dose, and then after five minutes of dose. So I mean. They were high when they came up with this. Yeah, that's a hot <laughs> test. Yeah. Like, yo, bro, here's what we're going to do. Put your hand in this bucket of water, right? Right. We'll see how long you do. And then afterwards, like, oh, that was fun. Okay, now do it on acid. <laughs> right. Dude, I, like, where do you sign up for the, or, like, man, I wish there were, you could just sign up for, like, where they do DMT injections and shit, because they're trying to find, like, just the effects of, explain the effects of DMT. Yeah. And so they get, like, a small uh, experiment, and they're, like, injecting people with DMT. To see if people like actually travel to a different dimension and shit, I'm like, what? How would they record that part though? Like, they, it's like, yeah, it's all subjective experience. Because well, I feel like I've done uh, a lot of MRI. DMT. I think you could do oh, that the MRI. brain activity. Yeah, 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 yeah that, that's I, true. Yeah, I yeah. Think it's just because the activity's happening doesn't mean you're gonna be able to see what I was doing. Like, no. if I told you I just went oh, to like yeah, yeah, yeah. No. some other reality, uh, like, yeah, you're gonna see my brain lighting up like a Christmas tree, but you're not gonna see what I was experiencing. So we have Neuralink. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. But Neuralink will show it off. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. There's some tech that they're, like, starting to be able to record dreams and shit from Greg, brainwaves. I got to twist your oh, mic because yeah, Brian had your mic weird. I did read about that. Oh, no. Yeah. Just got to aim the logo at you. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. There you go. We switched places so uh, Greg and I could spit at each other. And our guest would be, like, out of COVID spitting distance. Just let it flop over. Yeah. It's weird. Just, Embrace it. There Just you go. Just let it That's flop it. over. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Always do. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the there mic? I'm not just talking about the mic. Talking about it all. So would you guys would you guys go through like a battery? Of Sold. I, I was in yesterday when we yeah. started talking about it, yeah. Wait, battery? Yeah, like if you had to do like all of them. You had to do like uh, experiment for mushrooms. Done. Then next day, you had to do an experiment for Special K. Next day, had to do... Uh, LSD for psychological relief. Next day, LSD for pain relief, uh, and then top it off, DMT. I think Injection. I've done this experiment before. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally gonna make that same joke, <laughs> like for reals. Maybe in a, a little clinical, more spread out. Yeah. In a clinical setting. It's just guys. more of a gauntlet. Just I've had like bigger breaks between then. I think that this is planned. So it's just like I'll just like squish a nice vacation together. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, especially if you get paid rather than having to spend a bunch of money. Like, the cost is my biggest problem with this. Like, you can't pay, Doc. Yeah, this uh, this would be expensive well, that, otherwise. that small amount great. of acid they're giving you anyway couldn't cost for, like, no. cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. cents. Yeah. For, <laughs> sure. for sure. How much DMT are we getting in this experiment? I feel like... <laughs> Enough. DMT is the most expensive and most highly controlled substance on the planet. Did you know uh, that? I'm not surprised. I've had a really hard time bumping into it i've only had a small amount before so i'm not it's why okay the thing that's gonna probably get you over your drug addictions and help you most likely to be a functional member of society we're gonna control that the most because we are afraid of it because we don't know what because some people flip out like some people flip out and murder on alcohol and you know yeah, right that's obviously an old point but still Wait, have people flipped out and murdered people on DMT? Is that a, can we find articles? Is that I, is that a thing? So that's the thing. I doubt it, but I think that's I don't the think fear. So. I think it's an irrational fear, but I think that's the, the fear. The only person you're murdering on a strong dose of DMT is yourself, and I don't yeah. mean like physically. I meant mentally, like Your ego. Ego, yeah. Like, you uh, might come back a yeah. changed human, but I don't think uh, you're gonna go out and like 
hurt society. Or do anything. I did a gram of DMT at one time once. That was pretty fucking interesting. Jesus. Man, you uh, must have conversed with geometric shapes. I did converse with a light. Uh, I can remember the experience very well. It was, you know the planet Hoth in Star Wars, the ice planet? Sure. Yeah. I was on that motherfucker for sure, <laughs> right? It, it was like everything looked like ice, but I wasn't cold, if that makes sense. It's weird, yeah. right? And then there was like this just giant bright light. And like the closer I got, the more it hurt to look at. <laughs> and like I had a conversation and like people witnessed this conversation. They said I was just talking to the wall. But I'm sure here I was talking to the wall. But like in what I was going on was I was talking to this cool light, light, right? Their wall was your deity. Yeah. And uh, it was weird because like it would ask me questions. And then before I would answer them, it would like answer what my answer was to me in my brain. <laughs> oh, it was damn. fucking weird, bro. <laughs> Whatever it was, was super smart uh, thing because it knew everything I was going to think or say. My dad had a form of schizophrenia that at the times was very similar to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I like, hope I'm not going that route. No, but. no, no. <laughs> you know, we, that's the thing that, that people I wish knew more about schizophrenia in general is how much we all have a splash of it. And people are, way more prone to hallucinations uh, than we admit to ourselves. And that's why we need people around us to confirm reality. And that's why when someone hermits out too much, they go crazy. What if so those aren't hallucinations, though? Like, I, I had a buddy in Australia that was schizophrenic, and the more I talked to him about things, I was thinking, like, what if this is more kind of like the acid thing? What if they're more in tune somehow, those people, than the regular ones of us, and they're actually catching, like, like a radio transmission from Russian spacecraft. Like you're saying, like, what if they're just catching into that that we, we're not tuned into? I totally agree. And I think that some uh, types of schizophrenia might totally be something of an intense observation that they might be picking up on, even if it's people's body language and thoughts that they might be on a different level with. But then there's other types of schizophrenia that don't even use the same sets of sense, uh, senses. It's not even the same circumstance and it gets the same name. So there's a, a real problem in classification with the different kinds of schizophrenia. Like another one, um, you just think everything's about you. You just think someone's planting stuff around you. Like you see a, a certain so it's a very postcard on a version. rack. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like uh, I had, I was with someone that um, thought that this other friend of ours had this like secret plan to like steal her away and was planting things like a postcard would be on a rack at a store and she'd be like, I know he hired someone to put that postcard there as a sign to me. And everything would cycle around to thinking it was about this. And even confronting him, he'd be like, no, this is all imaginary. You're scaring me. And she'd Damn. still think that was part of it. Damn. He was just saying that. like sounds expensive to have to hire someone to stalk someone like that. Right? This person had none of the money for that. There was a lot of logical <laughs> signs against it. but it's None of the things. money for that? Or had the money for that? None of it. Uh -oh. It was completely, it was that impossible. Not even for the, the postcard. <laughs> no, but it's, it's one of those situations where, uh, like, when you're the one experiencing it, it's oh, your yeah. reality. So. Yeah, totally. Well, I got it. Uh, Philip K. Dick, the sci-fi author, who was very much schizophrenic. And he, I mean, he wrote, like, a journal most of his life he kept a journal about like his experiences with it but he always classified it as like a schizo for the type he had at least before yeah. it was like well known there's a huge variety that like schizophrenic people don't have the same filter in their brain as just what a normal person would have so they get all this extra information and they can't filter it out properly so yeah, it causes I think, like I think that's definitely a type yeah, yeah. Is it like a, so that's like a combo of like schizophrenic slash Tourette's or what sure I, I, I really feel like everyone has a mixture 
And it, like, it's very rarely one specific diagnosis. That hella sounds things, like some man. of that sprink sprinkled in. Um, yeah, there's also OCD adjacent things. Obviously, that one where the with the conspiracy for or against you, there's a touch of narcissism there. And that's a hard thing to diagnose because, you know, we're all generally picturing things from our own point of view. So it's like uh, you take that too many steps further and it's hard to even realize how like for someone really, really narcissistic, it's hard for them to tell. And then, like, for them to have a wake-up about it, it's almost like jumping in a cold water pool, realizing how insignificant you really are. That's, like, painful yeah, sometimes. That could be a shock for someone who doesn't, like, think that already, for sure. Yeah, it's it's scary to for anyone to ponder how even a fraction of how insignificant they actually are in the grand scheme of things. But it's also beautiful when you can set that aside and know how significant each person is in this whole hive entity that is humanity, too. So it could be looked at either way, and one way is dark. So I think it's out. I think it's healthy to go through some healthy bouts dark. of paranoia. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Yeah, ain't, ain't nothing I'm, wrong with staring out your window <laughs> for a couple days. You know? Sometimes I need the reality check. Sometimes I'm too cocky and I need to be a little paranoid. Right. Like, hold on, double think this post. <laughs> oh shit. That's where the no filter part comes in for me. I'm just like, post, yeah. post, post. Well, it's uh. good to have that, like, um, a, a lot of people to be artists and to output have to make themselves in a way dumber, in a way less filtered, just to have the confidence and get it out there anyway. And, and so, like, I feel like stupid people get more done. And I envy people that can have less of a filter and can overthink things less. And uh, certain like you can lower the quality of something and output more and increase your chances. You just described my entire music making process. <laughs> but yeah. see, the, the, the <laughs> amount of output is like so much greater with that. So if you can maintain a base level that's still good, you want to, because everyone that's been considered successful has outputted a large amount of material. There's very few people that, there might be people that have had a splash of fame or virality through a short thing but a lasting thing that they've been able to like live off of they've had to output pretty continuously something i so average like uh, two to four songs every time i go into the studio boom damn dude yeah shit i hate them all that's not you know i didn't say any of them are good <laughs> all right but i averaged I two like uh, i went two weeks ago i did two and then i went last week and i did four so that's six new songs in two weeks yeah it's like uh, but I read one time that, like, Rivers Como from uh, Weezer, he writes, like, a song a day. Dang. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, he never said they were good. Yeah. But knowing him, they probably all are fucking amazing. But mine I know. aren't. Like, if you heard uh, Maladroit, there, he would release their garage practices of them writing those tracks. They would do oh, rough cool. studio recordings because they recorded themselves anyway. So they were posting pre-mixes on the message board. And these pre-mixes, because of their lack of overproduction, were so had such a great garage band vibe to them that I prefer them to Maladroit to this day. Oh, cool. It's so sick. It's and you get the more rawness, of live. You know? Yeah, it's more like a live show, but also the intimate basement feel. That's cool. Also, I like the idea that you're touching on of a workflow where you brainstorm and pile a bunch of material and there's no bad ideas. This is done in writer's rooms a lot and uh, nothing's disqualified. You just pile it all up, and then you start grabbing from the pile mm -hmm. to make your thing. That's that, good. Or trimming away. You start stripping away. Oh, you another say. way. 
Uh, I was saying, like, I, I've been trying to, like, write more, and that's the death of, like, writing, is, like, being critical of what you're writing as you're writing yeah. it. Which it's hard to get out of that mindset. See, but, I do uh, the critical after. See, like, yeah. like, I'll write a bunch of shit real quick, like, while we're here, because I don't really write the way other people write either. Like, I'm more like, uh, I kind of, like, freestyle things. I'll get, like, a melody or something in my head, and then once I get that melody, I just kind of, like, spit out random words. And then I'll go back and listen to what we recorded, and I'll write down the pieces that sounded not god-awful to me, and then yeah, I'll do it right. again. And then yeah. I'll write for a few seconds to that, add a couple lines. So that's the way I'm able to do like two, three, four, five songs at a time. And then later when I go back and listen to them, that's when I decide I hate them all. Gotcha. <laughs> well, there's something to be learned from that <laughs> workflow. Because uh, So BG told Ange something the other day that we keep talking to our, each other about that we've been talk- we should mention on the radio. But BG said that he doesn't have to be inspired to create. And Ange and I were like, oh, no. Because, like, it's so easy to blame your inspiration level on how much yeah, you're doing either. or not. And But the truth is, when you do it, it gets done. You don't have to do it right the first time to just do it and start creating. And then you can strip away and edit that later. But if you're doing it, it's at least occurring. Yeah, because if you're being tough on yourself as you're trying to create, never you kind of are just blocking yourself from creating. No, yeah. But I agree with what he's saying. Like, I don't really have to be inspired either. That's I great. can just get super high and then, like, I don't know, bro. Like, I feel you just like. Just give yourself permission. The, the music to yeah. me is what inspires me. And that's why I do things in the. Like, someone asked someone to come to the studio last minute. They're like, you got anything prepared? I'm like, no. He's like, well, how do you how do you do it? I'm, I'm trying to explain. Like, the music's what does it. I have nothing, no control over that. Like, it's the same when I'm listening to like a hundred beats and I pick out three. Those three really picked us. That's what gave you the juicy creativeness. But I don't have to be inspired or feel any type of way or like like I wrote a sad boy song last week. I'm not sad. Like, I don't have a sad life. Right. And because my, my I got I keep a lot of kids around. Kids are like the the youth. You know, like, if, I feel like that is the, the fountain of youth, keeping younger people around you. Um, nice. So my girlfriend's got, like, a 19-year-old son, so I always have kids around that age around me. And I have this artist that's 19 that I've been working with since he's 15. And, um, yeah, they're always trying to get me to do sad boy stuff. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not sad, bro. My life's great. But uh, uh, I, I want- love that generation's sad music, though. Oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's so but good. because of that, bro, they're, they're going to have no fucking people left. Like... <laughs> <laughs> all no to be serious and well, it's this, like the grunge era That's these are the like thing. honest conversations with talking to all these kids and i'm not talking about just like five six kids i'm talking like 50 60 100 kids right yeah none of these th- kids think they're making it past 21 like they're literally Damn. dumbfounded in their mind that they've made it to 19 right now and like it's some crazy of the kids to be that to, fatalist when medical technology and like drug use they are, and everything they're all is like way well, more all their control. heroes are dead bro look at your yeah. juice world your little peeps your extinations like all the stuff they live they're all dead yeah well yeah but i mean <laughs> just don't take like all the xanax no well, that's just like, don't take yeah. all of the xanax yeah. exactly <laughs> like, half of one just take just, a fucking bar like a normal person well, god damn to be fair their drugs are getting all laced with like fentanyl and garbage yeah, and shit too so yeah, it's not even their own fault true. they can't yeah. even get you know? clean it's shit not their, it's not their fault they're getting shit drugs because no some, people are like pressing xanny bars now yeah. yeah some assholes out here like oh well, i can make an extra 20 dollars if i cut it with this but it's like if you kill your customer yeah what's 20 more dollars yeah. now right. yeah because now they're not returning so but yeah none of these kids think they're gonna make it and not even because they're all due drugs because some of them don't even do drugs they just fucking die in car crashes yeah. or just, or just want to try shit. something yeah. where there's no that's the thing is, is it's so la- lazy to just ban something instead of regulating it when there's obvious evidence that people are going to get a hold of it and do it anyway just you regulate it make sure it's safe don't just ban it because you ban it you're basically 
Just saying, good luck, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And um, you just, like, automatically create a black market for whatever it is. Yeah, immediately. And, like, crime. So Yeah, so it ends up costing you more in um, criminal stuff than it did in just making some regulations and passing, like, a few, like, more low-key laws. And you just lock up the people that are putting fentanyl in it. And, like, right. let everyone else do, uh, you know, let everyone else pay taxes on it. And just get a business license. It's just like all these layers that are there for any other business that you just, um, people think legalizing just means like free game. Everyone's going to just do everything. But no, it means everyone that's already doing it is going to die less. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, I've, I've like talked to people because, I mean, I was a junkie for a good chunk of my life. And I've talked to people who like literally think that if like heroin were legal, that like people would just go out and do it. <laughs> And I'm like, no, like that doesn't happen to anyone. <laughs> no. Like no one ever does that. Like you start with like pills or something and eventually you just run into someone that like offers it to you because it's cheaper. Yeah, no one's like, oh, I heard good things about math. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Kids, like, I think kids get stumbled onto that shit because like they start out taking Adderall or some dumb yeah. shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, oh, I need to study. The pressures of going to college, my parents, blah, blah. Or maybe they just want to stay up. I don't know, right? And then after a while, like their Adderall don't work. And it's like they're already taking all those yellow jackets and all the other shit you mm. get at Chevron and like next thing you know someone's like well hey well they, they graduated coke or something right and this yeah. one's like hey I have well, this the, meth and you're like oh okay and then the coke in this town is all half meth anyway <laughs> <laughs> and so like they, they're all just it's the allure and the, the drama like oh you make it this amazing taboo thing that's gonna be a rite of passage but it's like a difficult one to get out of the habit of too once it like like gets it's like crush on you because you can like not want to do something like that anymore and still struggle to not do it anymore because first of all you're postponing withdrawal sometimes you'll just keep doing it just to put off withdrawal just like oh it's not a good day to withdraw tomorrow i'm gonna do it more and you're just like breaking even well, tuesday and doesn't sick. work for me i'm gonna shoot up yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah. so <laughs> so you get into a cycle with something that you didn't even want to stick around with because there's no support network. Don't even know uh, like what you're doing for sure. I never went stupid. that far. I was I always say I was a drug enthusiast. Uh -huh. I just say no now to a lot of drugs. Yeah. Like obviously I smoke more weed than anyone on the planet except for maybe Whiskey or Snoop Dogg. <laughs> well, or Miley Cyrus too. I hear she smokes a lot of weed. You're yeah. smart leaning on the entheogens and hallucinogens because yeah. those things that's don't get hooked. Things no, long time you with. don't crush on those. This thing yeah. is stimulants. You get this love relationship and it feels like a break up and you feel like this dependency and it's gross like that it fucks with oxytocin really gnarly like that well, and with psychedelics like you know you go too hard with meth one day like you're gonna stay up for a week you go too hard with fucking acid and like you're also gonna stay up for a week but when that week's done you are not the same person you're anymore. like you're walking the fucking straight <laughs> like, narrow dog you are a new and you don't need to do it no. for probably another three to five years after that yep. because no. you just wreck some shit back into shape yeah <laughs> the right person one trip Satin setting, safe place, have a buddy, have a spotter, and it could be like one of those life-changing things that permanently fixes problems that you're looking to get out of fixing. Some people, you might trigger a latent um, schizophrenia that you've got to deal with at some point eventually anyway. Yeah. I honestly so. think that uh, between marijuana and psychedelics, it's what fixed me, bro. Like, when I got out of the military, oh, I was yeah, kind of fucked up. Like, yeah. I'm 100% disabled in the military because of uh, PTSD and yeah. bipolar or whatever, and like, I was not cool there for a while, my guy. And, like, honestly, like, someone got me to take a l very large amount of LSD, like, 56, 60 hits. And ever since then, like, Damn. I have been... Functional. 
fine. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. take any kind of mood stabilizers or shit brands. I take nothing. I smoke weed. That's all anymore. You're hurting but, nobody. You're part of the economy. Yeah, and like maybe What's every the, couple yeah. of years I'll, I'll redose a little something. Like it's like getting a tune-up, you know. But uh, that's I'm not, totally high on with psychedelics for but sure. But I'm not strung out on all these fucking. It's a uh, spiritual thing. Benzos like I, yeah. or whatever this other shit is, they try to feed down your throat. Uh, that that I think that's the Xanax shit for these kids is worse than some of the other shit. Xanax is really Xanax like, is the is my least favorite <laughs> of all drugs because for me it's just nap time and everyone I interact with on it is less fun and it just yeah. I just, it makes you grumpy. Bummerville and like uh, just like non-conscious almost like yeah, no one's fun on it. For you, me, you just like do shit around. without. Yeah. You're, you're just like, it's like black blackout. I drove yeah, that's in a circle blackout. three ways, like a, a circle <laughs> anywhere I was trying to drive on the smallest amount. I would just circle it. <laughs> and like people that. don't people don't realize like benzos. And I thought I was awake. Like withdrawal from benzos can actually like physically kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's same with alcohol. So gnarly. Yeah. So, so the looseness with the benzos, just because the initial thing is weaker, is like a false sense of safety. And sometimes if something's like stronger and it's right for the person, hit them with it, and then it's done when it's done. And it's man, the lack of education, even among like doctors prescribing this stuff. Maybe that's why they're doing the Neuralink and shit because like they know these fucking kids are dying. And they're like, well, we got to continue populating somehow. So like, <laughs> we got to keep some of these motherfuckers alive. No, you know what's <laughs> gonna keep kids populating is like this next level raw of dog sex. I'm getting there. <laughs> that too. I'm like this next level of like hentai right now. Like the whole like cartoon porn game strong right now. Like never before. Graphic design and the ability for good computers. I'm just like blown away with like how hot cartoons are now. But how is that how's that gonna continue population if you're just jerking off to a cartoon? Like I didn't think this through all the way. <laughs> like, yeah. I need you to fuck women. I mean it's, it's, no, it's, I it's pretty niche. No, it's but wait. Fat women are more attractive when you look at a lot of cartoons. I don't know why. Is that true? But no, but so like more fat women can breathe. Hold on, this is this is this is it's like, (laughs) like I'm the type of person. (laughs) I'm I'm working things together. I can justify this. Like I have never never wanted kids, and never want. I'm just like not that type of person. And there's tons of people like me, and then all the people who do want to have kids are going to have kids, and people like me who don't, and really really don't aren't. So yeah, you know, I think that uh, when you get really into nude cartoons, it's less about <laughs> like their nudity. Lots of times they're not even nude, but they're they're dressed more interesting, and there's more aspects of personality and different like body parts are emphasized differently on different I don't know ones. About these. And You're I think it changes how you look at women because I swear like. Maybe it's just me getting older, but it's I don't like a generic hot as much anymore when there's certain things that make someone a unique individual. Like I like great clothing choices and whether someone's body is like a different way, like fatter or skinnier or the other weird things that can be weird about a person, but then they become part of what's special and attractive about them. Because they insinuate it or something, or what? Like, instead of just wanting some perfect beauty, I feel like, as I'm getting older, I appreciate individuals and, like, what how they show their personality with great clothing choices, or because they're special, what's weird about their body is special and then attractive. So Instagram models in, uh, completely <laughs> nude, damn near, and you can see all their body. And they're boring. Uh, there's all, no bitches on my Instagram all at all. Man. 
Yeah, no, I'll use scroller, I'm which is scroller with three L's, and it like scrolls. Scroller with three L's. It scrolls Reddit, um, uh, Reddit feeds. So you pick a Reddit feed that's like something you like, and it just scrolls that feed for you. And finds cool shit to send you or whatever. Yeah, and there's there's no movies. No one's talking or making any sound. It's just pictures. Like lots of times, they're not even naked. They're just wearing cool clothes. Like leggings and heels yeah, like and the creativity be, of that. I feel like you don't have to be completely naked to be sexy. No. And I feel like no. somewhere oh, girls nudity. did not get that message. And they're yeah. like, oh, I'll just get naked. I'll have 100,000 followers. Like, cool, you have 100,000 followers. Like, are you monetizing that? No, I want to see some dope fashion. I'm that like, turns yeah, bro, me on more on now. Right? Cool yeah. See like, totally that's the cool difference clothes. in rave, rave days from like when I was younger. We would rave. Like, chicks had like on the Jinkos and the shirts and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, now it's like, it looks like I'm at a lingerie store. <laughs> And it's like, well, right. I'm old. That's that's honestly, it's part of the reason I stopped throwing concerts, right? It's like, I'm getting into, damn, I'm almost 40 now. Like, I was getting into my 30s, and, like, there's, like, little 18-year-old girls dressed like, I was like, what are you doing? Like, in my head, I'm like, put some clothes on. <laughs> you know? Like, awkward, you're, you're yeah. So, yeah, it's awkward. <laughs> so, like, I just stopped doing it, bro, because I was like, yeah, why, when did it become the trend to, like, just be completely naked? How funny. Like, I think we're all the same age. That, I'm, like, not right hot, there. Bro. Yeah. Like, clothing could be hot if you did it, you know? something like man i'll take i'll be more attracted to uh by traditional terms ugly girl that's just you can tell by her facial expression that she's cool and has like cool ideas it's got <laughs> great fashion and stuff it's so hard to search for that like, you can't go to pornhub and be like nerd you get <laughs> such variety that's like oh it's i don't like, like that kind of nerd no oh, it's, just that por- one. it's just porn stars with glasses dude it's, that's all it is <laughs> i know they're still boring looking <laughs> oh, shit so lame like a harry potter outfit or something yeah right yeah it's fucking silly all right let's fucking we've covered no topics i'm sorry (laughs) no No, it's good man that's how it goes it's about the party people uh no i was good at this in school too no that's what we brought you here for (laughs) yeah that's that's what (laughs) i love like i just pick like articles but if we go off on just rabbit holes about whatever totally cool Absolutely, uh, yeah. That's like what we that. share. We I share did want to talk. talk about that battery thing because I read about it when you guys shared it to me in the notes. That diamond battery fucking thing. Oh let's, yeah, let's tease that for after that this sick this little Thornton hour. We got a quick Thornton. Let me break. find it. A uh, little Bob Thornton. Let me, let me repairing let me things with Bob Vila. Oh, uh, you were trying to pull up the article and it made you suddenly have to pull up an ad. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-430-7568. 800-430-7568.
I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer, and we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case, and they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-507-3114. That's 800-507-3114. Your new favorite internet radio station, RadioVegas.rocks. Welcome back. You're listening to Greasy Conversation on, of course, RadioVegas.rocks. If you don't have the app, get it, because you can chat with us up in that app and, you know, get involved in the station a little more. Of course, we need your help clicking on some banners on there. We need you to please keep listening to RadioVegas.rocks after this show for the continuation of the block of Grode. We had Dirty Window showcasing unique music 2 to 4, then Greasy Conversation, Dirty, Greasy, then Grungy, the Grungy Fawcett with Kevin Fawcett right after this at 6 p.m. So stick around. Right now, we're talking about, on Greasy Conversation, diamond batteries. Nano diamond. Nano batteries. diamonds. And they recharge themselves. Yeah, so, I mean, I wouldn't be able to <clears throat> decode the tech of it, but they use some type of fucking nano graphite that... It was like, I, I read a lot of this article. It was yeah. some kind of like radiated particle they're taking from some like, they're buying like radi- like radiation shit from like Russia and other places. Like fuel rods. No, yeah, fuel and they're rods. using it to make like some kind of like artificial diamond. And then they're encasing that in like another lab created diamond. And somehow it breaking down makes it make energy. It's crazy That's how what well I got out of it. We can make diamonds so well nowadays. It's insane. So uh, like the... the Graphite. Mine came out of ground. Materials. <laughs> they came out of the blood. Mine are blood diamonds. <laughs> so you were talking about uh, in the break. So what if we had pacemakers with this? This diamond. Nano diamond time. The pacemakers don't uh, decharge. You got your Neuralink. How do yeah, you die then? I'm living 10,000 years. <laughs> well, we were studying earlier, uh, previous episodes, the fact that as you age, your telomeres shorten, and that's the tips of your chromosomes, where all your DNA is curled up. And as they shorten, as they get weaker, you have uh, your cells copy with less accuracy, and you're more prone to cancer. But there's something valuable in mutations in a species, because if you don't mutate, you don't have evolution, because you don't roll the dice on what could be a positive mutation, and then roll with it. And that's why like cancer is like quote-unquote allowed, it's one of those things that's like a certain amount of it has helped us evolve, oddly yeah, yeah. enough. And it's like that with the telomere shortening. There's things that you can do and take to help stop your telomeres from shortening. But they've found that there's drawbacks to that. So you can get it to where, uh, I think it was last week we reported on, um, or at least linked to it. I don't know if we talked about it in the show, yeah. but it's in our news notes in uh, episode uh, last or the one before. 
the theoretical limit for a human age is like what like about 127 so as soon as Somewhere you hit there, 127 yeah. even if your telomeres didn't shorten like things uh break down to a certain point where like uh something else doesn't happen i think you end up really grumpy i don't know it's like not you mess things up by stopping that from happening even though you technically don't age when your telomeres don't shorten there's weird stuff to that um there was a guest on ronin ronin Rogan had a guest about this that I also don't remember the name of. So I've got a bunch of half uh, news for you on this, but it's a great rabbit hole to look into. That's a weird thing about aging that we've found out. That's got uh, like aging basically solved from that point of view. Uh, but they, they think the upper human lifespan is 115 years. 115. So shorter than that. Thanks for pulling that But you usually see people like 110, like they'll get a news article and someone makes it to 110. That's definitely article worthy. Yeah, and so you're like holy shit, like I feel like I'm gonna make it to 110. Yeah, you'll 110 it. Man, no, like there's just gonna be a point where I'm like, you know Robot. what, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm just done. It's a quality know? of life thing. I don't think I'm gonna be able to maintain, especially with my crazy asthma, like a quality of life uh, that will be good enough above 100 to be make 10 110 worth it. Because you don't want to go to 110 if your quality of life's already too low. Oh, yeah. Bro, from totally. 100 to 110, though, my goal is just to dick down every <laughs> single person I can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I feel funny. like I'm going to do a lot of 69 as an old old person. <laughs> really old. And just, that's like, it, the side to side, yeah. Yeah. Just, like... Nice. But, but then you run risk of, like, you have to, like, rotate so you don't, like, break a hip. You got to switch hip sides each time. It's probably yeah, going to be all sure. about vibrators at that point. Truly. Left side, then right side. Doing the sandwich. Are you familiar with the sandwich? I haven't <laughs> brought it up in a while. The Alabama Hot Pocket. <laughs> That's uh. a name for this? No, you take two vibrators and you put them on either side of your wiener. And it's like the you make them slightly different speeds so they fight each other. Okay. <laughs> That's the sandwich. Recommend it. There you right. go, you guys. But can you use this sandwich and then insert it yes. into a person? Yeah. Okay. There are ways. If you like taller women, or like you my, know, anyone, my, I mean, or someone that's trained for that, or or thinner vibrators, you can if do we're gonna be specific. almost anything if you yeah. put your mind to it. So. I like. You really can use the egg kind and put it in first, and then chase in after it. <laughs> <laughs> go fetch. You go hunt for it. Yeah. Uh, I like taller women and short women, but nothing in the middle. Hate women your height. I like well, don't want them eye to eye with you. Yeah, like 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 I like girls that are like five foot tall or like six foot and extreme, right? Because I'm like five eight, so like I don't want a five eight five nine girl. I want you to be like six foot or five foot one five foot. You want like clear dominance or submission by the age difference. I, <laughs> the I only, height difference. I only want to date women who will look down on me. <laughs> I dated this one girl one time. She was like four foot eleven. She was really fun. That's she fun. was tiny. I I've never That's cared fun. too much about height or, or size, really. But it is fun when someone's enough smaller than you you can throw them around a little bit. But it's also fun to get thrown around a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's where the six-footers come in. Switch. Everyone yeah. throw everyone around is what I'm getting to. It's throw-around day. So what, uh, what if you had a vibrator, right, that had that uh, diamond battery in it? Like, your vibrator will never run out. Oh, my gosh. You got a vi <laughs> like, it was saying that your cell phone would last, like, a thousand years and never need to be charged. <laughs> so, like, if you could put that in a, a dildo, like... <laughs> Someone could literally fuck themselves into retardedness, <laughs> and the batteries would never run out. What happened is you just get numb in that area, and yeah. you just, this is sad, but like you just stop feeling in the zone where the vibration was happening. It would just become normal. Then you'd remove the vibration, and it would just hurt there. 
You just be addicted. Because you're, you're so used to the <laughs> yeah. feeling. Yeah, oh, so it would just be achy wherever you had the vibrator before, and you'd just be miserable. That thing had cool applications for like vehicles and stuff too, though. Uh, like uh, vehicles, obviously cars, yeah. But like rockets and cool shit like that. Like it could propel for as long as that thing was decaying. In theory, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, wow. mean, if it, I am if mad that we're not like where, where we should be. The Jetsons lied to us. Like, dude. What if the Jetsons was actually before the, what are the Stone Age ones? The Flintstones. Flintstones. Yeah. Isn't that, like, like, isn't that like a theory, like a I freaking love this theory. That the Jetsons is the people that lived on Venus before Venus became a massive oh, overload yeah, greenhouse effect. Because yeah, yeah. Venus could have had an ancient civilization on it that went super greenhouse. V- Venus is a lot like a super greenhouse Earth. And we could live on the boundary layer of some of the gases on Venus. So we're not talking about colonizing on Venus because we're surfacists and we want to go on some kind of surface. But if we <laughs> treated Venus like an ocean, like a water planet, we could float on one of the atmospheres, one of the boundary layers between one atmosphere and another. Because there's a thicker atmosphere that we could float on with our stuff. And we could mine it for water and air. And we could jetson it up, like either float or like build little stick buildings. It'd be just like the Jetsons. It'd be sick. Not only that, but if the Jetsons were to terraform Earth and get back to a more natural, organic, post uh, post greenhouse society, it might look a lot like the Flintstones. And that's why all the animals could talk and stuff. They've all evolved and become. Uh, They're all like genetically engineered and shit, but just like kept breeding. Yeah, they, that could have happened, or just <laughs> like um, there's animals evolving language right now. There's apes that are in the Stone Age officially. That's taking like, place over the last hundred years. Explain, like they're like talking each other different, or like they're like sign language in each other. Or what? There's an ape that's making stone tools. I've heard about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a race of not race, but a breed or whatever. Anyway. So there's eggs like that are in the shaping stone age. rocks and shit, right? To break yeah. open like coconuts or nuts or some crush your fucking skull or something. There's birds that are having more advanced conversations. Uh, anything in the crow family or the parrot family has evolved massively, even in the last hundred years. Really? They're doing a really quick evolution um, because I mean they're right side by side with us, trying to teach them stuff. Well, and then they're, they're like, going out to the wild parrots and teaching them cuss words. Well, they've done like That's experiments where like crows can t- can like pass tests that like babies can't pass yeah. what like human babies can't Absolutely. pass yeah. what test Where, they're like weird little like shit. logic puzzles of like I need to read there'll all be, this there'll cool be stuff. like a, a piece Picking of food locks. there'll be a piece of food in this weird like box contraption oh read, I have seen stuff like that where you have to like pull a lever, a lever and, and then, then go move not, a dial yeah, have, or there's something. a few steps to like getting the food and they figure it out and like babies won't figure that shit out man fucking babies are stupid yeah <laughs> dumbass babies <laughs> Yeah, supposedly, babies go to school. human babies take the, so long to become adults compared to other animals. So much of the human brain is blank to be programmed by family and society later. That's part of how we evolve so fast. Because other animals have to get that stuff programmed into the genetics. Yeah, like the and that takes generations to program that. Whereas if you just come out blank, you can be programmed in a generation. I think I was reading these weird ass articles the other day. Like I was reading the notes of your guys' show, and I got on some tangent shit. But like, yes, it was this post of like weird shit toddlers would say to their parents. Right? Okay. Maybe this is why we come out blank. This shit was fucking dark. So like, this one little kid who was like three told his mom like how he like his life before he lived in the 1800s and like could tell about 
King George the Third so and like gnarly. knew about places and towns and like his name. He said he got robbed outside of this like pub for some jewelry and That's some true. gold, or whatever. I and feel like a percentage of that is carried in the genes enough that people can't have like past lives. They're just flashes of genetic memory, and then they're putting the rest of it together. Well, this other one, like, uh, multiple kids would tell, like, their parents, like, their parents, like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, this one lady said something about her son, and her son told her, well, you know, she's like, oh, I loved you before I, before I had you. And he's like, well, I loved you before I was even in your belly. Oh. And she was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, I came two other times, but I wasn't able to stay. And she said she had had a miscarriage and a stillborn two times prior. What? And he had told her he came twice. He chose her two other times to be his mommy. And that he wasn't allowed to stay, and that this time he was glad he got to actually ever be his mommy. So he said that he could see her before he got to choose which mommy he would go to. So there, uh, multiple kids said that to their parents, like that they would. It's like I always thought of like, uh, okay, like oh, we were talking about the difference of realities. So what if when we die, right? I just have die. to say that kid's getting a car for sure. Because you're like the best mommy. Yeah. So say say we die, right? And like after you die, you get this like brief moment where you go somewhere. Say it's like a big room, kind of like this, and there's all these different TV screens, right? And you get to see, like, a fast-forward version of, of all these different lives you could live. And then you just have to pick fucking one, right? Like, you're getting the clip notes of every one, right? We're really speaking uh, in front of you. And we're going to be like, this one. And then next thing you know, like, bam, you're born into this fucking reality. And now you got to start that one, right? And that's why we come blank, because they got to erase you from all the other fucking shit that's in your brain that you've already lived. And maybe sometimes we get little flashes of the old shit. Like you're saying, it's coded in your DNA. What if it's like not really your DNA, but it's like it's coded in your fucking, your, your soul, your existence. Yeah. I'd hate to think that anyone uh, picks because we'd have like no inner cities of people like picked. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> well, no, I'm sure like, no, it's definitely, I mean, there's guys who are like, there's just not, you just, you got to pick what's left. Oh God. You know, but if there's infinite infinities, like there's a fuck ton of shit left, and there hey, could yeah. be there could be a fuck ton of shit already chosen. That's true. <laughs> yeah, very true. So what right? if like what if living in the inner city was a step up from what you did before? Like true. what if prior you like, lived in like outside the kingdom, of, like sixteen fucking forty three, and you had the black plague or some shit? Like you yeah. have stepped up. It could have been like, hey, at least that's a human soul. I was a lobster last time. <laughs> right. Lobsters live a long time though. Yeah. yeah. I had to be a lobster for so long. <laughs> it's so, I was a lobster for such a long time. I lived so long. So like, do, now don't I'm be a fucking a human. lobster. If yeah, you were a lobster and someone ate you, would you feel that experience? Like would you have memories of being in their belly, you think? How fast do they eat you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know if you chop your head off, you can like you've got like eight seconds of consciousness. That's crazy. To see your headless body. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe. I guess if I was gonna die via that needs guillotine. A if I was gonna die via guillotine, that'd be kinda Yeah, if that's on the table different. Try it out. It probably hurts a lot to lose all of your limbs at once. If I get to choose, there was some author that did this. He just took like a super lethal dose of LSD intravenously and just tripped to death. That's hard to do. That would be cool. It's like That'd a be barrel. Because the LD50 of LSD, like the lethal dose of 50% is like so high. Yeah. That's okay. That's a, you know, it's, you it's affordable. It. Yeah, yeah. just go over that. <laughs> like a gram of LSD is like, what, like 10,000 hits or something? Yeah, given that it's in micrograms. It's, it's like a crystal. Milligrams. It's like a little crystal. You can't even touch it. <laughs> yeah. They say they'll go like fucking insane. You could like have someone stand across from it and blow over it and the wind would hit you and you'd trip balls. <laughs> you ever heard of a thumbprint where yeah, you yeah. take your thumb and touch one of the crystals? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Because they like keep it in a vial and I'm, you just like flip the vial over. I've so also done like that. 
Wow. That's some crazy psychedelic experience. I not. I couldn't even. One day I'm going to make it onto the Joe Rogan show. Like, I'm going to get, uh, that's, that's really when you're like, what are you trying to do with your music? I just want to get famous enough. I don't really want to be famous, to be honest. I don't care about that. I just want to be rich. But I want to be rich enough that, like, I get to go on cool podcasts like Joe Rogan, other people's show, and talk to them about fun life shit. Because I feel like not, right. enough, not enough people are talking about the cool shit you guys are out here talking about. Oh, so thanks. hats off to you for... The real co- every or, Facebook's all politics. Yeah, yeah dude. Hello, appreciate it. When it should be all this. Yes, right. Yeah, there's enough of that the shit dank out there, news. man. Like, let's fucking relax and chill on some shit. Like, comment, subscribe, follow. Hello. Ring the bell. All right, so we might make a third topic. Well, <laughs> real quick, so kind of a <laughs> news notes at greasyconversation.com to explore all these topics on your I own saw time this. too. Back to the back to the Jetsonish. A Japanese company has announced a successful test drive of a flying car but when you look at it it just looks like a personal transportation device that flies it's a human-sized drone yeah pretty much yeah it has like i think i read it it has like eight uh eight different little fan joints on it It takes up the parking spot of two cars it said it looks like the size of half a car it looks pretty yeah anime, I, mean, I bet it's like wide though but yet it's like gonna stabilized. take up two parking spaces yeah. it looks like it's ready for a hentai look at i this. would rock that shit yo how <laughs> How much would you pay for that right now? Because like, I don't think it said the price. What would you pay for that? I gotta, I gotta, like, work in the price of either the pilot or because I'm not flying a vehicle. Wait, I think you have to fly. <laughs> it's personal vehicle. Nah, because a lot of these they're gonna <laughs> be they're gonna autonomous be, uh, type f- fleet vehicles and autonomous. Yeah. What's and, a fleet vehicle? So like you buy a bunch of them uh-huh. and then have a brand of like oh it's Jeff's taxis. Okay. Yeah, and like you have a service with it. And so to be autonomous, he just comes pick you up like kind of Uber, like oh. Well, is here. I pick him up, take you over to MGM or some shit. Yeah, yeah that's what the first one is looking at. The first version of these drones that carry people, they're working out uh, a network of a service that's like Uber that goes along with the device. I saw Uber and Hyundai remote. had vehicles like this at the last CES, the last CES before the world ended. The I, last I attended. CES. I attended it before <laughs> the world ended. Oh, I was ended. at it too, yeah. Yes. High five. Totally. Yeah, I, I hit a lot of the last trade shows before. Uh, nice. I was at the last NAM. Oh, that's that's ah. fucking dope out in LA. Holla Arturia. I hit the yeah. last. Uh, I hit the last um, Champs convention, which is. I like love a, Champs. My best friend's I'm one of the owners of that company. No. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's what I was saying. I travel. I go travel to see him a lot. He lives in Oregon. Um, Do you remember the first Glass Games? That was yeah, the of best course. Champs. The one, the Derby, the the, the original yeah. Derby. That was Fuck, yeah. such a great event. Yeah, Glass Games. Uh, that was the last champs. great chance. They're actually, they're actually. I'm gonna plug them real quick. Yeah, they have uh, one coming up where you can actually go in human person in Florida in October. I think it's what? the 23rd, 24th, 25th. So I might pilgrimage to go out there because they've done a couple of virtual ones over the last few months. But like, what's a? I can't get high virtually with people. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can, yeah, but it's like you know, it's not, it's not the, same. the same. No. But uh. We don't know we're doing the same kind of place. I would easily drop 60 party. grand on this uh, fucking flying thing, though, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. And, yeah. and that's even if I had to drive it. I don't give a shit. This feels, that feels cheap for one. This looks like a $100,000 option. I was going to say, least. I saw one at CES that was like a smaller, it looked more like a, like a tiny helicopter, per se. Right, yeah. it was like way off in the corner. Like they didn't have any good advertising or anything. They won like a hundred and thirty grand for that thing. Damn. I'm like, you guys are fucking insane. I feel like for anything that you fly in, I feel like I'd be scared to fly in something that costs less than hundred grand to, <laughs> go, to leave the ground. <laughs> right. Because I mean, if you think about There's how stuff much on the a, ground that costs more than that, a small like a cheap helicopter 
is like starts there, right? You can't get a cheap helicopter less than a hundred grand. Oh, you and that's can get like those, you can those like mini light things, but those aren't they just Catch, can't be safe. Disqualified. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The thing where you look out the window and the back prop they takes don't even your have face windows, off. These things. Did you guys see that YouTube video where the guy makes one in his backyard and he looks out the back window and like the back prop hits him in the face? <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> He's okay. He lives. <laughs> But I mean, like, that's why I'm not flying in something that costs us the hundred grand. I don't want to fly in anything that I'm the only one in it. I don't want to fly in anything that I'm responsible for landing. So I got Jeff, a lot of criteria. If, if Jeff taxis buys like a fleet of fifty of these, right? Yeah. You're not flying it because it's like a, an app or some shit. It's autonomous. I'm waiting until it's. But you're still gonna get in that. Like you trust that more than yourself. Yes. No, I'm gonna. <laughs> yes. He said yes. I definitely proportionally yeah, but I'm gonna wait until it's like. Jeff's son running Not it? Not version one. Yeah, exactly. I don't know it's <laughs> yeah. like Jeff's grandson's I would, I would trust like any automated system over a human once it's like perfected. Period. Yeah. Even, even though like experiments with robots and computer programs have already when they've been they've already said they wanted to kill us and it's like damn you're just, you're not even out of the computer yet. You're just like in the computer still and you want to kill us. Well, it's kind of like a like a discriminatory because some AIs might want to kill us but it doesn't mean all AIs want to kill us right I guess you know it's like like you don't want to discriminate against like good AIs just because there's some why do you think they do the ones that want to kill us why do you think they want to kill us like I don't think there's really an AI that really wants to kill us. Yeah, there's no AI. I think that it's theoretical. Think so? Well, what yeah. happens is AIs, it's like there's very few people that really want to kill their parents, even if sometimes they kind of want to kill their parents. Yeah, okay. totally. It's very rare that that comes out. So it's like a not a common emergent behavior. The normal emergent behavior is that you have an intrinsic bond. So what happens is you have these AIs that the hardest thing for them is these interpersonal emotional kind of things, but they still are part of valuing. So you have this like cold value system of like what's good and bad. It's going to be it's going to require humans to be the feeling heart of that. So what Elon Musk pointed out on the recent Rogan he was on is that he is kind of less spooked on um, a mean, a bad AI, realizing that we've got AIs right now and they're kind of part us. We're kind of all already cyborgs. We carry around this thing that's got the, the wealth of most human knowledge on it in our pockets. We can capture any moment and compare it with any other human being's experience instantly. We can have it analyzed by different things that analyze our text and pictures that are like another superhuman ability that's right there. So we're already cyborgs and we've already got AIs choosing content for us, picking what we emotionally respond to in playlists and suggestions. But those things take a human element. Like you notice Spotify's AI is better than the other ones, in my opinion, because there's human curators. Mm. And say, oh, as a human, I know people that like this, kind of like this. And then the AI, AI takes it from there. And that combo kind of lets humans be the emotional element of this whole thing that's both people and our, our electronic children as this new entity. <laughs> and I, we're the heart of that entity. I thought Spotify has... Oh, sorry. I thought Spotify's algorithm now... I know they did the human curators, but... It's a hybrid. Yeah, I was about to say, because I read an article recently that Genius shared to me. It was saying something about, like, it'll go and scan, like, the internet for articles and things about music or whatever, right? Oh, so, yeah. like, so, for example, me, I've had a bunch of articles recently. It's going and scanning that and seeing that. So when it sees it, it's like, oh, well, maybe he is doing something. Uh, yeah. And then it tells it. Increase hype level by and, one. Yeah, and it puts you in, yeah. like, more to be on, like, uh, the, the Discover Weekly or the totally. radio or whatever. And, like, yeah. I did notice a small inflection, a small inflection in the editorial uh, playlist that I got added to. So nice. uh, I do know it is human, but I think it is hybrid, they said. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it's so, all those things so you're that saying just got... it would take bad humans to make bad AIs then? Boom. Yeah, for sure. I for think sure. so. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there's plenty of bad humans. Yeah, totally. The the <laughs> issue, the thing to look out for is there's. They're usually something... not smart though. Yeah, there's most humans are good, and the ratio of bad humans in any like way that you look at it is always smaller. But when you set up humans where the ability of the individual is very strong, and the ability of small groups is very strong, which is also important because you don't want like minority groups to suffer because their voice is smaller. So you want to strengthen the individual and strengthen small communities. But there's a, there's a risk because with that you can get an individual to influence a small community, to get a hive mentality going, and then you can have a larger action from uh, a, a small group that's bad. So like it's one of those things where we got to keep an eye on everything. Everybody's got to keep an eye. Everyone's got to be vigilant. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying, basically, what I'm saying is vote in local elections. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> don't just vote for president. Uh, yeah, local is like... The president's like a distraction. Look so at actual issues. Yeah. I should run for a political office. The only reason I don't think I will is like, I don't want them digging into all You're my You're more influential outside of politics. Is Sadly enough, you can do <laughs> more by making certain uh, like concepts and policies hip and getting people to actually like look at their local stuff that's... that's uh, policies and stuff and not just people because every election locally you can vote on aspects of where your tax money goes oh, and, and yeah, people yeah. sleep yeah. on that right but as an, an or they just don't even answer those questions they're like skip 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 exactly skip. propositions you can bring awareness to propositions as an entertainer and do more than actual politician <laughs> can I was super against a lot of the things that we voted on here last time like the legalization of marijuana even though I'm a giant pothead I was actually I voted no to the recreational legalization of marijuana well, did you see it falling right into, like... I thought it was going to be exactly what it is right now. It's a fucking bullshit lie. They're like, hey, vote yes. We'll take all the money, and we're going to give it to your children so you won't be fucking retarded in school anymore, right? I haven't seen... I, I've heard that the money has been pooling it, up and not going it, to school. It went into some yeah. rainy day fund, but it don't mm. rain here. I know! What a so, great name for this fund! Yeah, it's like 123 <laughs> nice. days we've had without rain consistently yeah. now, I believe. Like 100 something, we're over 100 days now without rain. Not only that, but it's, it's disgustingly hard for people that aren't in an established in-crowd to get involved with the marijuana industry here. Like, oh, it was a sham. They're being sued in Supreme Court right now. For completely. being like completely Because it, it was like, for example, like, I was trying to get a license in round one, and a lot of people were. Yeah, and I had no shot whatsoever. Mm -hmm. If you weren't like sucking some politician's dick or used to fuck his sister in high school, like you weren't getting it. Yeah. You know there, what there were only like what, like eighty licenses? Or there, something? I think it was like sixty-eight or eighty-six. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't a lot. They have people's license money without giving people licenses. Oh yeah, they took forty thousand yeah, dollar yeah. non-refundable deposit. So Damn. say you took in three thousand applications, knowing there was only eighty licenses. That seems like a fucking great idea. Yeah. No, 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 no. Can we have our money back? No. Yeah, how is this not fraud? And then because the feds are coming in, it's like the, so the system's getting all stripped down and rebuilt as this like federal version, and it's leading to people even more delays on what license they're ever going to be able to get. That's why I voted no, though. I knew, mm. I knew they were going to lie to you everyone. It wasn't the right way to do it. Like, we, our homeless population in Vegas we literally could have been already eradicated mm. with the money they've made in the four years since we went legal here. Absolutely. And yet, instead, they made it illegal to be homeless. Yeah. We the really fucks that shit. Humanity really, <laughs> at least Americans really need to come up with a new name for homeless because it sounds so voluntary. And really, these are people with undiagnosed mental illnesses that aren't getting them, treatment. Yeah. It's like the majority of them like would would in the future be like, how did you let me be like this? How come there was treatment available and you didn't like set me up with any of this? 
I was only choosing this lifestyle because I was freaking crazy. And a lot of them are <laughs> veterans. That makes it sad, yeah. sadder to me because yeah. that's like that's my brethren and like totally. It's they're not even fucked up because it was like some genetic thing. They're fucked up because you made them fucked up. And they can't they can't just be expected to just fix it themselves or yeah, to seek gonna, out treatment. They're gonna show up to treatment. You gotta make yeah. them have treatment. They don't know I guess. what treatment to have yeah, or where to go. Yeah. You yeah. can yeah. tell them and they're not gonna know necessarily. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. That's why well, you got to rescue people to a certain extent like you do in any other first world nation that's supposedly well like people <laughs> underestimate like the effects of isolation too yeah being in that situation like it makes no it hard matter, to be employable no matter like how mentally strong you are like if you're isolated for a period of time like you're just gonna go crazy like that's just how the brain is and there's nothing you can do about it yeah we it need it interaction really as humans yeah totally that puts you in like a another downward spiral so yeah should, should be all like fucked up and shit dog that's a perfectly sad note to pay another Benjamin it is another <laughs> H John hey where'd you go <laughs> just bring him on you the codes of commercials whatever Greg is least ready I uh, am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged if you've been involved in a serious car like truck or motorcycle here. accident or injured at work you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer and we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find tough lawyers that will fight to win your case and they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win so if you've been in a serious car truck or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to call the legal helpline right now 800-507-3114 that's 800-507-3114 been trying to get rid of your stubborn belly fat, but it doesn't want to leave you? Or maybe you want to get that extra ripped look. Now you can reach your goals the keto way. Ketosis is the metabolic state where your body burns fat for energy. And the best way to turn your body into a fat-burning, weight-losing machine is with Advanced Keto Plus. And right now, for our radio listeners only, you can get two bottles free when you order two bottles. You get to try out keto at our best discount ever. Plus, call now and we will also send you a free 28-day meal plan keto ebook with your first order. Burn your stubborn belly fat and get ripped today the keto way. Call right now to order. Buy two bottles for only $49.99 each and get two bottles free. 800-417-2119. 800-417-2119. Be sure to get your mix of music, listen to us with the RadioVegas.rocks app available at the App Store, and check out our VIP card, interact with us in our chat room, and scheduling of our RadioVegas.rocks shows, plus podcasts. It's all available on RadioVegas.rocks app. And we're back. It's Greasy Conversation on RadioVegas.rocks. Be sure and click those banners on RadioVegas.rocks and check out, you know, we've got Sasquatch Soap on board. I'm all soaped up with it right now, and I really like the smell of myself. <laughs> We've got 511 tactical gear. If you want pants that look like you could go to a board meeting in them, but you could tumble down a hiking cliff and still look dapper, 511 tactical. Click our link. Tactical equipment? Yeah, tactical. And I'm down. Like gross tactical. 511 tactical got their reputation for uh, 
first responder clothing, and now they have civilian lines. And it's that tough and pro. It's amazing. They're like, they're like the James Bond tuck, like bulletproof tuxes and shit. That kind of situation. Backpacks. I mean, not like little. You know. Yeah. Sweet. Time to, get, our, time to get tactical. Follow cause. our link. I saw some bulletproof backpacks, speaking of tactical. when I, uh, That's a move. That's a thing. Now. I can't yeah. think of the name of the fucking show. It's like the one that like sells everything wholesale. What's that trade show? Oh. oh. It's like A something? No? Uh, I don't know. Man, I'll it's like on the tip of my tongue. I'll never know Anyway. That. I love that trade show life. I love that that came up. That's one of the fun things about um, living in Vegas. Is I went to that. Trade uh, show The time. last one of that before the world ended. And yeah. they had uh, bulletproof backpacks. I'm like, one, it's sad Timely. that it has to exist. Yeah, totally. Right? It's sad that it has to exist. Two, I want one. Have that. But two, I wanted <laughs> yeah. one. Right. Yeah. They were sick. They're like 300 bucks. Like, That's not that bad. No. I'm thinking about it, I'm like, hmm. Does it fold out to a tent? Can if I, I crawl inside it? Change, if I ever decide to change and like go like gangster rap or something <laughs> instead of being like the rapper that has like the bulletproof vest the like bullet- the cliche thing i would just wear two backpacks oh yeah, yeah. Like, one on the back people are like what is this dude doing like it's all right he's bulletproof bro it's the turtle that's a move man yeah, yeah. Shit. don't mess with the turtle sick it's a move <laughs> all right we got this is, this is that was shit right here oh we got one of mine <laughs> uh student gadget gadget student shit. from singapore turns a fresh watermelon into a game boy game using boy? a watermelon pie watermelon so it looks dope and there was actually i before this article i saw a picture of him i think it was like a quick video someone posted on facebook or something that was going around of him playing it on a, a train or bus or whatever red things buttons like they're yeah, yeah those red things are buttons you guys would not believe how fun and easy it is to get into this kind of microcontroller world you can get a raspberry pi for like um you know 40 50 bucks uh, they're a little bit more if you want more memory in it it's basically a computer you can watch YouTube on it. You what? can so you can watch YouTube on this watermelon. Yeah, exactly. This watermelon, you can watch YouTube on it. You can check your email on it. But is, the, is the watermelon providing power source? I it, wish. No. Okay. Cool. You have dissimilar so I know, like, metals. Potatoes and stuff can like generate electricity. So I wonder if that's something to do with it. Yeah. So no, he just put something inside the watermelon. Yeah, it's probably like a battery in there. Yeah, because Raspberry Pi is being a computer. It takes a lot of power, and the whole two dissimilar metals in a fruity thing doesn't make a lot of power it's hardly anything okay but the idea of putting one of these things into this kind of shell you can get these baby screens for it and they play retro video games really well so that's really popular use for them if you are like looking at buying like getting into an emulator and playing vintage video games raspberry pi is a great way to break into that because everything is uh, there's a message board with someone that's had any problem you might have you can check just download and put stuff on a uh, SD card, pop it in there, and you're like playing. So I have an idea for you then. You're going to create this, and you're going to make millions of dollars, and you're going to love me. Ready? It might exist already. Okay. Well, let's try. I <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> you're going to make a flashlight, right? Okay. That has one of these cool screens on it, so you can like be flashlighting yourself while watching your video, bruh. I love it. I know they I- have it with a phone or something, but like not gidgety gadgety style that you made. I'm, yeah, I mean, if you're looking at your hog getting One it done on, anyway, it's yeah. have a screen on there. Right. Screen hog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if you could be, like, playing uh, video games or something, right? You know? Yeah. Oh, I freaking love it. I used to take my Nintendo DS and put it in a Ziploc bag and take it in the shower. <laughs> that was, like, my old move. Because you could get these adapters where you could put your own stuff on the Nintendo DS and use it as a video player. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. before us. <laughs> It's a move. Yeah. So showers your move is what you're saying. I think half of the arousal was how much tech work was involved in making that work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like doing the shower. It's too hectic. That's the last resort. I had to now. be laying down. I had a shower era. Like, I had a shower time period, and I, like, 
you know, like a phase. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> but yeah, I had to lay down too. You lay down in the shower. <laughs> when you have the the shower thing that's on the on the hose, though. Then you can lay down and take oh, it with the cool you. Head thing that comes yeah, down that's the only time the shower was cool. I just got all. I, I just got those kind of uh, what are they? Shower heads? Is that what it's called, right? Yeah. I just got all those new in my house, and they all do it. You just said they all come down. They have it's like the six best. different settings. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, you can curl up with that fella. I never that's take different. it down though, to be honest. Get, I got it, and I just leave it up there the whole time. I gotta challenge you to take it down. Yeah, like lie down with that shit, light a candle, <laughs> 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 have a moment, pamper yourself, everybody. Have a pen. So I can put a screen in a video game in anything. That's what you guys are telling me, huh? The tiniest thing. You could put a cigarette box. You can have a, a video game system. I, I want one of these, but like a stale loaf bucks. of bread. Stale loaf? Like a baguette. Oh. A stale fucking baguette. Really baguette boy. Yeah. <laughs> Your buttons. Greg, Greg audio <laughs> listeners. Like three foot baguette. Yeah. Like His hands on either side of a three foot baguette. <laughs> That's so great. Oh, yeah. Taking bites. I want one. Stomping. Yeah, gobas. you need some. You need some like game bread. You know, you can't like game without game, game bread. bread. I feel like there's some meth head out there who's really good at this too. So funny. They're like they just tinker and make inventions. I I can guarantee you they're not. No. Well, no. The thing, you don't get it done. <laughs> your your holes aren't as straight. Things don't function for as long. And you're like, like taking apart a bunch of shit before, and you just yeah. It never goes back the same. It never. The, no. the assembly phase suffers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> Safety concerns come in there. That's that's a factor too. Disorganized thought, so you know, things don't come back together in the same order and stuff. I was. Yeah. I think this is. Yeah. Okay. So, there's this horror movie. If anyone wants to watch it, and you'll never think about jerking off in the shower again. It's called Tub. Tub. Oh no. Tub. It's from 2010. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna fucking talk from about 2010? it. 2010. But Jesus. if you want to watch a movie that will have you questioning whether you should. Drop a load off in the in the shower or the tub. I just see hot tub time machine too. Because of it, <laughs> it made me scared enough of the tub as a kid. Anyway, that like I, I I never even considered jerking off in the shower. I was already scared of that fucking clown. <laughs> yeah, the you think about clowns in the shower. Interesting. <laughs> that movie scarred me, bro. I like I was like nine. Like, why did my parents let me watch that shit? What's wrong with them? <laughs> it's probably more like I watched it and wasn't supposed to type There's shit. There's no know? way they were like yeah, rode off no, on it. Yeah, no. Like, oh yeah. I'm pretty sure Get I watched it that. on my own. That <laughs> shit fucked me up, bro. The, the new one that came out was horrible. I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, it wasn't that It good. didn't scare me at all. I avoided it. And that made purposely. me wonder, like, yeah. am I just a, was I a pussy as a child? Or was like, am I just like cooler now? Or is it just like, this, this one was really that like, bad? Do, do I you played like, pussy now and didn't even. <laughs> okay. do, do you like horror movies now? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was like, as a kid, I remember I, I would beg my mom to let me watch like Night of the Living Dead 2 and all this shit. And she's like, you're going to have nightmares. And I'm like, no, I want to watch it. Watch it. And then like after it's over, I'm fucking like terrified and have terrible right. nightmares. But no, I love horror, man. I can't Chuck get Chucky Doll movie it, did the same thing. Like, someone gave me that dude. My Little Buddy thing for Christmas. Yeah, I threw nah. that motherfucker away instantly. I can't do fucking little dolls, man. Uh-uh. Nah, Puppet Master, fuck Yo, that shit, dude. Yo, let me show you dude. this really cool video of this fucking doll, if I can find it, right? It has three faces, and they turn. Well, maybe oh, I is can... that from Puppet Master? No, it's from this girl I used to bang. Oh, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> There's three a movie with a doll like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if I can possibly pull it up just over here for the... Greasyconversation.com, you can see what we're looking at live. Just a two-faced doll is already really creepy. Look at this. That came up, everybody. Ew. I'm find you a cool three-faced doll. Yo, Ew. that one to the left, the very top left one. Can you get into the news doc? Because if you drop it in the news doc, I can pull it up really fast. I don't know. Oh, you can't edit. I didn't give you. What is this baby yeah, he thing have. you guys just said? It looks like there's a wiener on the, t in the middle of the head of this baby doll. Look at that. That's amazing. 
So you really have to see this in person. I think it's a handle that's, that, that you're supposed to grab to turn the face. Okay, perfect. So we we. If I could find the motherfucker. Holy crap! So I guess that was a product you'd buy at one point. Is you'd change the baby's face if he was wearing a hoodie. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Erica Brown's Hala. She's brought up our. Uh, we have a shower head you can get really cheap on Amazon that has lights in it. There's oh little, shit! Oh, I used to have one of those. There's a little generator in it. You can hear it whirring. It's the weirdest thing. And it changed with the um, temperature of water. If the water was cold, it was like blue. If it was warm, it was like green. If it was hot, it would turn red. Yeah, look at this fucking thing. Yeah, ours just is random colors all the time. Three faces, right? It's just RGB. No. Okay, let me hold Fuck this up. Fuck that, dude. Let me show it to the cam. No. Oh yeah, this is like what I was going up just without a. If you could restart it. No. <laughs> Man. Yeah, yeah. The one I held up just had a just had a handle on the top, but it was the same thing. Like, yeah, like dolls and shit are the one thing that still kind of creep me out. Right? Yeah. You know? And this one was like antique, too. It was like super old. That's she had some yeah, creepy shit. That Man. shouldn't Dude, be. like antique dolls are just fucking creepy anyway. You know what I mean? Sure. So like, I have to tell you all, we're getting, all, we're getting close to the end. I have to remind you that Sad. if you go to greasyconversation.com and click on this episode, there's a link to our news notes, and there's some crazy stuff in there that I highly recommend. Uh, if you want to make sure you didn't miss the dankest of news and you're on that tip, that's where you follow up. All right. Since we're winding down, I figured I, I pulled up some Florida man news. It's been a minute since yes. we had some Florida man news. Classic. Always great news. So this is just, I just got to read like a few paragraphs here. A wild, totally out of control ex-con was shot dead after he crashed his car into a fence, tried to climb on board a school bus, jumped on two cars, and then broke into a house. Okay. There's two. Is it the guy on the semi-truck? No, no. Florida man clings to semi-truck speeding down highway. No, it should be above that, I think. Holy crap. Okay, let me just window capture this real quick for everybody. <laughs> Save that for later. Yeah. <laughs> Holy but this crap. Dude, so this dude, like, breaks into this house, goes on his little rampage, and the, you know, the dad in the house, like, because there's kids and shit, so he shoots himself defense. Oh, this, this smirking fellow? Oh, does he kill him? Yeah. Or oh, wait, maybe not. Oh, I can't remember if I, I read if, I, if he killed him or not. Yeah. Maybe he just shot him. I can't remember, actually. I like to pretend no one dies in Florida. Yeah, it's way less sad. <laughs> I just like, I just love this. That's why all the old people go there. It's eternity. Yeah. <laughs> just, this line is great. This has meth written all over it. <laughs> all people over people it. lose <laughs> their lives, but they never die. Right. That's it. Just some crazy meth, meth dude going on a little rampage. You know, we need so, more of those in our lives, I feel like. If there's no firearms involved in your crazy meth rampage, you're just climbing on the hoods of semi-trucks in your underwear... There's, you know, that's better than some things. Like, like and is, I would like to think that if you're on meth, you probably don't have the money for a weapon, or you at some point traded your weapon for meth. That's one of the best things about stimulants <laughs> is if you if you fall in love with them more than your firearms. <laughs> <laughs> Trading your firearms for for samurai swords and more meth. Yeah, although like I really like the safety of like knowing that there's some great friendly, rational, really stable folk in my circles that like holding on to firearms. This kind of little balance things out a bit for whatever that's worth. Maybe I that's the opposite of a good policy. I have some fun ones. I have an all-chrome Draco, like a micro Draco. It's, that sounds adorable. It's it's adorable, all right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an AK-47 handgun. Like, what? It, it's registered as a handgun. I could carry it legally on me at any time. Here, what? I'll find it to show it to you. I can't not think it's that's great. Dope. Damn. Sorry. I know there's people that are going to think that that's not cool, and I love you, too. But no, it's great. That concept yeah. is really... Like, that's not cool is a lame. I've, like, never been uh, personally into guns, but I've been feeling like I should probably just get one. Just fuck it. Even just, like, a cheap handgun, you know? You know what doesn't mix? Guns and marijuana. 
If you're carrying your gun, don't be carrying your marijuana. If you're carrying your marijuana, oh, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. be carrying your gun. Those yeah, they don't mix. It's like don't uh, drunk drive and then text. Like you shouldn't drunk you drive. You should only and break you one law at a time. That's me and exactly. my friends always say that. Yeah. You should only break one law at a time. There you go. At worst, yeah. Don't do either of those, but don't do both at once extra. And that's, then, that's the main lesson we want to leave. <laughs> and then, Waz, if you pick up this dude cruising down, I know this video of this dude just cruising down, and he's riding on, like, the, the hood of a semi-truck. Yeah, that's the one I've been hanging out with. And it looks like he's either in, like, it looks like a dude who's in, like, a crop top and Daisy Dukes. Why is, is why, what it looks like. How do you get on there to begin with? <laughs> I don't know. He's yeah. wearing so little clothes, too. Yeah. You think he was at, like, at the truck stop, like, getting gas, and this dude just jumped on his shit, or what? Like, there's just, no, there had to be an argument. And, like, wouldn't you have known he was on there before you started going? Like, Right? Not no, if you're like, be. look, he's trying to shake him off. Holy crap. Bro. The truck driver is wiggling at speed. Like, you're not even going to yeah, pull over yo, to get he, this guy if off? If he wiggled him off like that, he's probably going to run. It's two trailers. You're going to run him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this dude is, ain't gonna, dude there's gonna more than one crazy person involved in this at oh, once. Because yeah. that truck driver, you know, pull over and deal with the situation. You're going to have a, like, a case if you shake this guy off at speed. That's another lesson to take home, you guys. Are you, though? Like... Yeah, yeah, because it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe not in Florida. I mean, no, no like, it's like, a whole stand your ground law. It's not your fault. This crazy asshole jumped on your car. Yeah, I don't know if you can get him off at speed. There's, it it's feels pretty, like it's too far. But it's pretty standard. There's like uh, aggravated assault with a motor vehicle and shit like that. Those are pretty like standard laws. Right, right. But he didn't. St- uh, we don't know the story, honestly. But even but so, uh, like even like the law. It's not like he put him on the hood. Yeah. I didn't make you get on there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even still, like that's why the law. It's like even if there's there's certain circumstances. So you should pull over and just whoop his ass. Is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So do that. That's. I mean, you'll probably get simple you know, battery. Yeah. There's a madman <laughs> on your hood. I know I'm not going to try to whoop any ass. That's not a very successful okay. endeavor for me for the Wouldn't most part. <laughs> There'd be some wipers. I wouldn't sleep on the wipers, but how fast is too fast before you start trying to fling them off? Because I would probably, you know, I'd 70? try to, if I was on the freeway, <laughs> I'd pull over, I'd get off the freeway, I'd try to get on a side street, and I'd try to shake them loose, like at side street speeds, maybe not over 35. So, you know, shake them loose clean and then get away. And we got to give him credit for hanging on at I wouldn't go speeds, up to though. 70 with someone still in my hood. You, I, I like, mean, he could just like... Pull over on the shoulder and like call highway patrol and just chill because the dude's not getting in the fucking cab because he's not going to break a window with his bare hand because that's really fucking hard. That's the point. I mean, he's in <laughs> Daisy Dukes. How far is he going to get? Yeah, through? like what the fuck? He's I'm just going to be pissed. On how much broken glasses is he going to put up with? Yeah. Yeah. I think I know the backstory here. I just came up with it. Okay? Yes, right. please. So that dude was a male prostitute, right? <laughs> they were at some truck stop. Freight dude. driver. Things went Plausible. weary. Maybe he didn't get paid. He's like, I'm going to get my money. And he jumped on top. That is, <coughs> I mean, the Daisy an, Dukes is really what pulled that all in. That's for an me. entirely plausible scenario, and is like ninety-five percent what happened. Shout out to Buck, <laughs> dude! You guys check out Buck's gorgeous digital artwork, Vegas Buck. He had the exact same theory in the chat. Oh, did he? Yeah. Nice. Huh? Winner, winner. <laughs> I thought that's you true. meant Buck Glass. Uh, you yeah. Know, he makes Hollow too. Cool, that's uh, right. Yeah. Cool ass skulls. Hollow that buck too. If you have twenty grand laying around for glass, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and just holler at you. Did Gray say simple battery regarding a charge one would get for whooping someone's ass? Yeah. <laughs> just simple battery. Oh, that's what this thing is in front of me this whole time. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah, our yeah. live. So that's we're at a weird angle. This two-hour show, and I just <laughs> now realized people are talking. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah, we're doing a like hybrid of that like. The, I'm not even that high either. That That's Twitch. Crazy. We're doing that Twitch gamer aesthetic to our news show. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, someone said it's a lot lizard. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly. Yeah, right. totally. Yeah, Didn't Buck, you'll meet Gray. That's we're all funny. gonna meet, baby. <clears throat> so, uh, where should we? We probably oh. have one or two more. We can. Yeah, well, I found it. It's a kind of a cool article about um, why people do terrible things. Well, under the direction of others, like in uh, military atrocities and shit like that. Oh, we have a good article on that. We were just talking about that. Yeah, so uh, they there's the old experiment in the 60s, the Stanley Milgram. The prison thing? No, it's not the prison experiment. Um, it's the one where a person can either decide to, like, shock someone oh. for something they do. Or not. They, they, they make the decision, and then another group is instructed to shock people. So they don't have to decide. They just press a button. It shocks someone, but they're told when to press the button. The um, results of this seem so obvious to me. Like, of course, you're going to be more likely to do anything if you're, like, commanded to. Yeah, but they found, like, the what happens in the brain is the, the area that we use for empathy just basically, like, shri away. shrivels up when you are given orders or when you know there's, like, a, a very strict hierarchy. And, uh, you know, you can't, like, in the military, there's certain orders, like, the higher-ups are going to be responsible for, even oh. if the, the, you know, the... Grunts I wonder if that's why I'm like very non-empathetic. My girl tells me all the time I'm not a very empathetic person. I think it's because mine got all like Trained taken out. away from me. Yeah. Could be, yeah. I didn't even do bad stuff that I know of. <clears throat> that's interesting. It's just that training. It's got to be aspect. A bunch of people yelling at you in general. It can't be good for you. I mean, they've done experiments with like rice and shit, right? Where like they yell mean things to the rice on one side, and the other rice will go, "Oh, you're the best rice ever." And then the one rice will mold, and the other rice will be like fucking beautiful. Yeah, the way plants respond to things like that is insane. Like you can have a speaker playing the sound of water, and a plant will grow th towards it. That's interesting. Yeah. It was a recent study, also covered in a previous episode. You can use the search function at the bottom of greasyconversation.com to find. Yeah, that, that shit, dude. Like it's trippy, man. Plants like be talking to each other and shit. Oh, they say they They'll found send chemical like, messages, yeah. Yeah, they say now they found like this like uh, kind of like a fungus that's under the surface of the earth that might connect the entire fucking planet and it communicates through like electrical signals. They think that fungus has feeling. So when yeah. you're taking shrooms, you're eating a live bacteria, right? That has thoughts and feelings and communication skills. It's like a part of a hive entity. This fungus could be the largest mass of one living entity on the that planet. There is, yeah. yeah. I, I, I processing things on a level we don't understand. I had a I had a shroom experience where like I encountered the quantum fungus. That, that was like the, fungus? the fungus that right. permeates like everything. Yeah. That was what I like. That's I what totally it was. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. At some point, it feels like you're tapping into something that exists before and after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a known beyond thing that your ancestors Earth, talked yeah. to and had the same things to tell them. It's it's interesting. Have you seen that weird like yellow green slime thing that it's like a living breathing they say it has like twenty like sexes or you know what I'm talking about? It's like a slime mold, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, like a type it's of in some zoo somewhere. Yeah, it's in some zoo. Wow. And they say it like it lives a lot around the earth too. Like it doesn't die. That's so sick. Yeah. There was uh this was like a couple months back, but we found this article uh, it was about a certain type of fungus but these people hooked it up to something in like that would read the electrical impulses from the fungus and hooked it up to a midi controller and it was it had beats man what? it was making beats like and it was it was like a little martin garrix yeah it was fucking dope better than martin garrix no <laughs> <laughs> is it this i've got some slime it looks here. like that yes so this is called it's like a green slime yeah. this is called color coral 
and this is a dust cleaner. We use it oh, to clean it the mixer. Oh, right? yeah, 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 it's yeah, for yeah. computer keyboards. We use it to get our mixer all sparkly. It's, it's on Amazon. It's like a meme where they use a raw chicken breast right. in a similar fashion. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Nickelodeon gack. Does that get a, like, eventually you, you just throw play it out? With it? it does look like that, though. But I thought it was weird that it said it had, like, 20-something sexes. Like, how can this thing have 20 sexes? It's a fucking fungus. Use the hand sanitizer so after so messing it's like with a, that. It can do what it wants, man. It's like a quantum fungus. Quantum right. fungus. Yeah, it's like it can be my... lots of things at one time. Well, it's entirely plausible that there could be a, a sort of universal consciousness that you tap into in hallucinogens, even if it's just a, a sort of like blockchain chunk of memory that existed in that one piece of fungus you ate. There might be a pattern that you're getting chemically that manifests itself as a message. So the way things short together in your brain definitely has to do with the shapes of some of these molecules that you're ingesting, kind of like you see all these geometric shapes on DMT. So I think it's not impossible that there would be like something that feels like it's a message in real time, but it's a message just coded into that entity before you harvested a piece of it that, that is perpetuated. Yeah, yeah. And these things are bred. There was people breeding these things as long as there's been a written, uh, as long as mankind has had written language, there's been writings of mushrooms and cannabis. And so when you have humans touching things, you have weird things like corn, where corn was like this gross, awful thing to eat. Bananas, bananas were just filled with seeds and stuff until people bred them. Like there was no banana like we consider it that any god made. Right. People did that. And I think that there's um, a certain amount of like, um, that people, if people can breed that, if people can breed chihuahuas, we can also uh, do breeding to things like psilocybin mushrooms and cannabis in ways that could really uh, strengthen how well the mushrooms, for example, could carry that message and carry like, the it's like... A, it's like a fine-tuned experience over yeah, the course of... The it feels like an image of the way everything counts on everything else the way everything's a part of everything else. Mm -hmm. It feels like everyone seems to get, uh, w when they get whatever message is the most common message to get from mushrooms, there seems to be a theme of uh, things inside of other things. Like we're inside this community and this community is like an entity and this city is like a life form and humans together are like this hive entity and like everything is inside everything else and is a version of everything Interconnectedness else. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. And scale. I think that's why uh, different um, different strains of mushrooms you get a different feeling or effect. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, totally. totally, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. each one has its own like, its life, its history. It's, yeah. it's bred and different cultivation, done different. whatever it's done. You know, For sure. that's why we get a different experience because the message. It's it's a bacteria. Like, yeah. it, you know, like for all we know, it could just be an idea that the plant is just passes on to its future. Like, oh hey, we're part of this thing. Everything's part of everything else, and we eat it and just pick up this loose image that's part of their communication. It's like the plants. Yeah. It might have never been meant for us, and yet we might be interpreting it. Since we are anyway, finishing chemically. soon, I want to circle back to the version one, uh, version one uh, shot, whatever it's called, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't it Vaccine. funny our whole lives we've been told how like, oh, we can't cure the common cold virus, so we can't cure this virus. That's all I've ever heard, right? But now all of a sudden they're going to tell us that they can cure this virus that's been around for like a year. I don't think I'm, they're actually going and to. And I'm supposed to trust you and take this thing? Right? I don't yeah. know, but the thing is from, from uh, months ago there was already really strong treatments. And to me, if a treatment gets rid of it, it might as well be a cure. It's like a very fine line between a, it's just like a, how long you do the treatment and you don't have it anymore, it's pretty much cured. It's just not instant in that case. Yeah, and another if, thing to consider with vaccines is like multiple strains. 
because there have been like oh, documented like strains. Yeah, there's been guys, documented mutations. It's easier to make a vaccination from something that may have already been partly synthesized or messed with by humans. I don't think it was synthesized, but if it did come out of a lab as something that was like bred or worked with, then or, from nature. Yeah, if it's less natural, then we should have an easier time vaccinating against it because there should be more known about it. And, you yeah. know, that's just a theory, and I'm, I'm not implying there's anything malicious that happened there, too. Mistakes happen. But it just seems like there's something that we know enough about it, and we suspiciously knew enough about it in the beginning, as much as we didn't know, that uh, I see a vaccine being more plausible for it than other, other things that, like, are known to mutate more. Because certain things we don't have vaccines for just are good at mutating. I don't know how good Corona is, though. It seems yeah. like a lot of speculation, the last thing I said, but I mean hopeful. <laughs> so at this point, yeah, so that's the dawn. That's I mean the oh no. dusk. It's, it's dusk. Over, man. Oh it's, no. it's show dusk. My two hours have come to an end. We're yeah. gonna have you on again though. I'm gonna have to oh, do yeah. this Hell again. Yeah, dude. yeah, this was come a particularly on, dynamic yeah, one. Fun, fun day. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're a regulator now. <laughs> regulator, you're a regulator now. Get ready. No, no. It's no, too no. good. And of course, thank you guys for having me. For yeah, sure. oh yeah, man. Greasyconversation.com for the replay and uh, stay tuned for the Grungy Faucet with Kevin Fawcett. Hell yeah. Like the dirty lineup on Sundays is like the opposite of church. The dirty lineup, the dirty block. Grode block. The opposite of church, which is what you want. (laughs) It's exactly what you want.